episode four. Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. What a dick. You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoony. It's showtime. W-A-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, Rover Dicks and Cuzaroos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show is officially taking away everyone's stuttering John privileges starting today. I invented laughing at jerks. It's over. It's fine. <laughs> Taking it back. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, the goat trucker Andy from the All Apologies podcast. Let's talk shit. And the man with the same hairstyle as a goat from Tell Him Steve Day, Brian Johnson joining us. <laughs> Carl, uh, Pride Month is over. You can lose the wood paneling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a metrosexual, Bri. I keep telling oh, okay, you that. Okay. <laughs> metrosexual. Please go to whoarethese.com, get our email address, a voicemail number, a link to the subreddit, a link to the Discord server, a link to our merchandise, a link to our YouTube channel, and of course the link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. And you can watch the unedited live shows as we record them or anytime thereafter when you join a membership on YouTube as well. I do send out the links to those unlisted videos and you can check those out at your leisure. Tickets are on sale for the Magic Bag Friday, September 15th. We are in Detroit, Michigan. WATPLive.com is where you want to go to get those tickets. Andy will be there. Yeah. Dr. Steve will be there. Mm-hmm. I'll be there. What producer, else do you need? Producer Chris will be there. He's yeah. not here today. Producer Chris taking a uh, much-deserved day off today. But he'll be in Detroit. So go to WATPLive.com to get your tickets. It's a Friday night in Ferndale, Michigan at the Magic Bag. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And then shit all over us in the comment section. Wow, we have a new review girl today. Oh, yeah? I'm excited. Oh. <laughs> I am excited about this. I think you guys are going to dig our new uh, review girl. But, uh, yeah, we'll have some new reviews coming up later on. But first, we have to talk about Kumia's Cucks with stuttering John Melendez because I swore I would never review this show because Chad wanted it too badly. Okay. So Chad Zumach started the show Kumia's Cucks, and he talks about all of his enemies, including myself. And so he's been doing that for a little while now. But today, I have to cover it because he got Stuttering John Melendez on not once, but twice. Thursday and Saturday. Okay. Of last week. And so John and him did over five hours of broadcasting together. So there's a lot to get to. Mm. I should point out, before we get into that, though, there is one programming note that I almost forgot. This Saturday, if you like to watch the live stream, if you like to pay attention while we're doing these things in the Discord or on YouTube, we will not be recording our regular time on Saturday because the stupid isotopes are playing an afternoon show. <laughs> so instead, we'll be recording the show Sunday at 1. So it'll come out a little bit later than it normally does, but we'll get it out right away on Sunday after uh, we're done recording the show. But that's uh, Sunday, 1 o'clock, if you want to listen or watch live to Who Are These Podcasts. Afternoon is when all the hottest rock bands play. Yes. <laughs> you you get it, Brian. Honestly, it's so funny. I, I get having, it. I was just having this conversation with a guy I ran into. We've been playing in bands around town for decades. And I was like, D- the earlier the better at this point in my life. I, uh, yeah, I love an afternoon gig. <laughs> it's amazing. How many fucking shows do we have to play where there's five bands on the bill and it doesn't start till 10? 10. 10. Yeah. <laughs> I've played so many shows when Last Call has come and gone. 
Yeah. I'm still on stage 2.30 a.m. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, why are we playing this late? This sucks. I want to be in bed right now, and I'm on stage. So we're not doing that anymore. We've grown out of that. <laughs> we played that show last weekend or two weekends ago now that uh, the first band went on at 8, and then we went on after them, and I was like, oh, that's late. <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> but in my mind, I was thinking that was a late show. Carly dinner reason. at 4.30. Yeah. He yeah. wants to be in bed at quarter after 10. Precisely. You get it. Late-breaking news, too. Um, right before we came on, I was watching and listening to MLC, and Chad came on for three minutes. He and Bob were yelling at each other. But Chad also said at one point that he was supposed to be on Stuttering John's show tomorrow, which would be what they say. Wednesday. So tomorrow at Thursday at 1. And he's like, yeah, but I don't know. Like, he was very cryptic about it, but it seemed like maybe John was already being problematic. Mm. That's interesting you say that, because John has put out this promo. So he was going to do the show yesterday, and then he said he was going to do it today. And now he's saying he's doing it tomorrow. Maybe that's why Chad is apprehensive about this. This is his <laughs> own show? This is the, the check, stuttering, the world famous? Check this shit out. John Look podcast. at this. <laughs> <laughs> Unless somebody made that for him. It looks like John has created a new show called the Stuttering John Hypocrisy Police or Hypocrisy Police with Stuttering John, whatever it is. So, listen, I asked him straight up when I was on MLC, are you coming back to the Internet? Are you going to start doing a show again? And he said no. Yeah. But he's been having so much fun doing MLC and then Chad's show a couple times. And I think he's uh, feeling confident about it. He's sure. feeling good. A little bit of money, a little bit of attention. He wants to come back. That's exciting. Way. I would like to see Chad and Stuttering John do a, sh- a show regularly. Because, like, where else, literally, where else are you going to find, and I, and, I, and I like both of them, but where else are you going to find two unhinged pathological liars saying whatever they want? about anybody <laughs> yeah well, and they go unchecked and uncontested yes. <laughs> yeah right and here's what i'm picking up on the more i watch john says he's come back and by the way this is a celebration unless anyone thinks that this is a pile on as chad likes to say we are celebrating the return of centering john to the internet i didn't think it was going to happen eight months had passed and i was like okay this is over he's got a new career he's doing his thing now but wow is he back he is back big time and the thing that i've been picking up on because now i'm watching john come back and address all the things people say about him i think that john believes his lies in a lot of instances okay a lot of the time he is sure of it especially when he was going after me about posting the link to his audiobook on our patreon why would you do that carl i I didn't he's like oh okay i (laughs) I saw the screenshot no john i I really did not do that i wouldn't do that it's the dumbest thing ever so there's a lot of times that i don't know if people feed him this or if just like over time in his brain he starts to believe his own bullshit yeah that happens too sometimes I'm worried about that format, though, because both of those personalities that we're looking at right here, their whole uh, style of interviewing is to just let somebody else do all the talking. That's true, although... They don't want to talk. That's true when it comes to politics, because John doesn't know what he's talking about. Right. But when it comes to Shuley, John's got a lot to say. Oh, yeah. I honestly... (laughs) I think that you could turn on... You could turn on the camera at John's house for 24 hours straight, and he could talk about Shuley. It'd be repetitive. He'd sleep a little bit in between. I think he has three things to say about Shuley <laughs> and just keep saying them over right. and over again. But I bet you enjoy it, Brian, if I had a guess. I do enjoy it, but I'll say this much. Uh, I, I might take some hits from Shuley's Anonymous. I do enjoy that thread. I, I, it's funny. I think the people on there are funny. But I don't feel that 
John owned Shuli the way that people were saying that he did. Well, we are going to get into that because Andy pulled those clips. Okay. We are going to get into that. Go ahead, though. Yeah. T- tell us what your thoughts are. No, no, no. I'll wait. I'll wait then for the, okay. for the video because, yeah, there's some specific stuff. But, yeah, I, I just didn't feel like people acted like John just wasted Shuli, and I, I didn't see it as that. So, wait, Brian, you're telling me I on Shuli's analysis where everyone hates Shuli, they thought Shuli didn't do well? And you're surprised thought, by I, this? I was, I was actually kind of surprised that nobody – because, like, I don't post. I just read. Yeah. I was kind of surprised that not one person posted, like, hey, you know, like, Shuli sucks, however – Stuttering John didn't own him the way everybody said. But I get you're right, because if somebody even hints at Shuli not being completely awful, everybody goes after them. <laughs> or, or this is the response to that post that you just said specifically. Okay, Shuli. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, that's true. Shuli suck account. There he is. <laughs> so, yeah, no one in that uh, subreddit's going to say anything like that. All right. Now, let's talk about the chemistry between these two. They're just starting off, so it's not going to be great. It might not be good. It might be terrible. You never know when you see these two guys get together and start doing a show. And uh, this is Chad doesn't really know how to play along on this one. Chad, ask me if I'm collecting a writer's guild pension right now. I know you are. I know you are. Come on, it's more fun. Oh, you're, are you collecting one, John? I'm, yes, yes. Oh, so. I thought you never asked. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> Even Chad's like, all right, it's like cor- two hours ball. of cringe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah like, no, it's great, isn't it? I mean, oh, you meant that as a bad thing? It, no, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. But it's just like, you would think that somebody who's like, fuck everyone, I'm taking off from the internet. There seems to have been zero self-reflection. Right. No growth as a person at all. In fact, he he might be worse. <laughs> just as Which hair. is better. Which is better. The, the hair's unreal. <laughs> yeah. Like, if it, you, you don't go through, I, like, I understand that typically, like, the midlife crisis you get a sports car you get a young girlfriend you don't grow your hair out to look like a fucking the like the dutch boy on the side of the paint can you just yeah. don't you shouldn't uh, yeah, mean, and you shouldn't be growing you your hair out at fucking 60 right. like 60 year old guys with long hair i'm sorry it just doesn't look good it looks like you're desperately holding on to something unless they've had that style going their whole lives and that's just their thing then yeah, I can see even it. then it's like if you're being defined by your long ponytail, it's yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, good point. What about long beards, Brian? What's your <laughs> yeah. take on that? That's pretty no, cool. That's right? a totally different story, <laughs> boys. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought you were gonna say. All right, now John was dancing around. He's very excited with himself because he's got this uh, writers guild pension, and the point of that was to say that he was a writer. He, he likes to say that you guys don't give me credit where credits due. John was a writer. He's part of the writers guild. And I looked this up because he's 57 years old. How is he collecting a pension already? And apparently, and I couldn't find great information here. It was kind of buried. You can start collecting your pension from the Rays Guild at the age of 52. However, the amount of money is much lower than if you wait until you're 65. Yeah. So it's a move uh, made out of desperation. Probably. It's, you know, not a lot of um, financial consultants would tell you to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I think is is the point there, but but he's very excited about that. He's got the pension going, so that's good because, as been speculated by a lot of people, I, I really hope he gets he keeps his job teaching the kids. I don't see how. I mean, forget the like Carl's gay stuff. You're a feminine right. or whatever you yeah, want to say. Cares. It's these threats like I'm going to pistol whip Kumia. I'm going to beat up Bob Levy. I'm going to do this and that. It's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? All right, let's get into it. Like, meanwhile, Chad's like every two seconds, like if Bob Levy says something about violence, Chad's like, strike his channel, strike his channel. Hmm. But it's like, meanwhile, he gives his form to Stuttering John to sit there and make all these 
violent threats. Oh, and he's laughing along. He thinks it's the greatest thing oh, yeah. ever. Since you brought that up, let's Which go it right. Is. Which <laughs> no, it is. It is fantastic. <laughs> it's just not a great idea. This has been pointed out by multiple people. And everyone says this because I went on Uncle Rico last Sunday, and, and we're talking about these things too. And everyone who's showing these clips is saying, we're not trying to get John in trouble with his job. We don't want him to lose his job. That's not the point of this. This, this is great that he feels the confidence to come on and, and be himself. We want that to be the case. But God, I can't imagine that there's not going to be someone who runs across this and goes, isn't that my kid's teacher? <laughs> I swear to God, didn't I? Mr. Melendez, right? Didn't we meet him at career day or whatever? <laughs> you know. So this is some of the stuff that I think, and we tease this on the last show. This is the kind of shit that's like, whoa, buddy, relax. Mark my words. Really? You look at me now, you pock-faced fucking douchebag. You look at me right now. Look at me. I have no, to. Don't. I know what Club Soda Kenny did to you, that, and I'm glad he did. He removed your pock-faced fucking ass out of the comedy cellar because you fucked with Bill Burr, who's a legend! <laughs> and then, and, and Club Soda, who I love, removed your pock-faced ass from the cellar because you're a fucking cuck. What? And let me tell you, dude, I'm just going to tell you, if I see you, if I see you at the comedy cellar, okay, I know where you, I know where you hide your gun. What? Yeah, I, I do. I'm going to take it out, and I'm going to beat you over the head like Henry Hill did it on Good Goodfellas. Karen! Karen! <laughs> you fucking pock-faced pussy! You're such a douche. You hear me, Kumia? See, this is what looks like a, Brian. This is what you were talking like about. Gargoyle. Yeah. <laughs> you were saying he's better than ever. This is specifically yeah. what you're talking about. If we had a glimpse of this every few weeks back when he was going strong doing four shows a week, we'd be like, holy shit, what a bombshell, what an episode. And now it's just every minute he's online ranting like a lunatic. Talking about pistol whipping Kubi with his own gun. That's so wildly illegal, sir. And I, I was listening to Blind Mike talk about this specific portion, and he goes, you're going to get yourself killed. Going after somebody's gun, trying to pull that person's gun off of them, will get you shot. Yeah. Especially like Anthony Cumia. <laughs> yeah. He's looking for a reason. <laughs> He's not, though. I mean, Anthony's a very responsible gun owner, but as soon as you try to take someone's gun, that's a threat to your life. And you have every legal right to use that weapon it's against the person who's doing yeah. that. I wonder if Anthony is watching this going, I just wish that I could hear him. If he would lean in a little closer, I could hear him better. <laughs> like, you don't have to get close to the microphone. I mean, John's hamming it up. Yeah. Right. He knows this is gold. He knows we're all loving this right now. It's oh, just I'm that it. taking it. And and I'm not like that was a minute and a half long. So it's not like I'm pulling it out of context and being like, I don't know. This guy <laughs> seems violent. It's like, no, this is a long clip of him doing nothing. He's not laughing. He's just being very violent. Right now. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with uh, Anthony and Bill Burr's uh, relationship and everything to do yeah. with all the shit Anthony said about John's kids and right. just John he's, he's act, Yeah, he's acting like he's worried for Bill yeah. or something, like, as if that matters to anyone. And Brian, to the point you made before about how you thought he comes back on the internet after eight months, you would think there'd be some self-reflection. He would have a little bit of a different attitude. And I remember 
when Opie was fired from SiriusXM, and he was off for eight months, maybe nine, and then he came back with a podcast, and his first couple episodes, it was a different guy than what you heard before or what you hear now. He goes, I've been working on myself. I know I was the problem, or at least a big part of it. And I've been seeing people, and I'm kind of working through my issues. And now oh, it's yeah. just like, it was everyone's fault but mine, oh, and yeah. Anthony's <laughs> a dick, and Sam Roberts the worst guy ever. Yeah. And fucking E-Rock, go fuck himself. You're like, what happened to this guy who was working on himself? I know, and he was Take just like, oh, man, we don't want all that negative energy here. There's yeah. going to be a positive show, and it's going to be all good vibes. But John didn't have that for even a second coming no. back online. There was a little bit of a love fest with Bob Levy when he first came back that I'll play. But he's completely turned that around within 48 hours. He's just like wants to murder Bob Levy. So that changed very quickly. Okay. So this is more that he's really honing in on Anthony Cumia and going after uh, Ant's Network Compound Media. CompoundMedia.com. Do you like his network? It's pretty good. Fuck his network. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Opie is not only a good guy. Opie has children. Opie would never goof on someone's children. Because he's got integrity, and he knows what innocent children mean. They're innocent. (laughs) Opie has a house on the Hamptons on the beach. Opie has got a condo on the upper, uh, Upper West Side. You invested your money in a shit fucking network with no fucking money. No banana. All right. Guys, innocent children are innocent. Yeah, I know. That's what I learned. Nobody else knows that. Only Opie. (laughs) Would know that his rants his rants lose steam quickly. <laughs> like he that. starts out strong and then it's like, yeah. There's a few things going on here. People love He's to say with people having children too. Yeah, I know. People well, have I know to have that. children to be you know, right. Otherwise, you're straight. a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. For whatever reason, people love to say, and John's doing this right now, that Anthony's network is a failed network that loses money. Meanwhile, it, they're coming up on their tenth year <laughs> this summer. <laughs> will be the, the 10th year this network's been going. They've launched shows like Legion of Skanks. Gavin McGinnis was on there for a long time. I mean, there's so many things that that network has done. And if you do the math and you try to figure out, you know, Opie once leaked that they had 18,000 paid subscribers when they were approaching Opie for a job. And if the subscribers are all paying, like, I don't know if it's 9 or 10 or 11 bucks. I, for, I mean, I'm a subscriber. I forget what it is but you could do the math it's get calculated realize the millions of dollars that the network is is bringing in and the fact that like do you think anthony's just losing money on this thing just to prove a point oh right yeah. no i mean obviously not he wouldn't he wouldn't do that but more importantly than that and this is something and i i teased this on the creep off i had a long conversation with daniel Folato, and dan was Artie lang's producer on both his direct tv show and the Artie lang podcast and Dan's very close to Artie. When Artie got the gig with Anthony, and it was the Artie and Anthony show on Compound Media, that failed network that had Artie on there, <laughs> he was making $900,000 a year. That's eight hours a week, $900,000. And Artie barely showed up for every show. Yeah. Get there late, leave early. $900,000 a year. It's interesting that a network that sucks so badly could pay someone a salary like that, especially when John thought he had that gig. He was bragging. This is one of the things that Dan was telling me. Before Artie got that job, John was telling everyone, I'm going to get that job. 
because he'd had a few appearances with Anthony and felt he did really well and got compliments from Keith and Garrett. So he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get this job. And then when Artie got it, John really lost his shit. That was one of the things that was a big falling out between Artie and stuttering John Melendez. I mean, there's been a bunch <laughs> over the years. But anyway, I guess John should know better because he wanted that job. He knows how much money Artie was making on there. So to come on here and say that Opie's doing really well because he owns houses. Those are costs, not revenue. Yeah. And all Anthony ever did was start a network. Well, that's revenue, not costs. How do you not understand who's made a better business decision after leaving Opie and Anthony or SiriusXM? Seems crazy to me. Are you surprised John doesn't understand money? No. He's proved, he proves it over and not over at all. again. Not at all, actually. Andy, thank you. <laughs> so now um, this is a, a bombshell because, remember, this is on Chad Zumach's show. And if you think about the Kumia Cucks front and center, and probably the OG when it comes to Chad is Chrissy Mayer. So he was he was surprised by this. His network is failing. Oh, and by the way, Anthony, I have made up with Chrissy Mayer. Do you know that too? You did? Oh yeah. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. Me and Frank Pellegrino <laughs> talk all the time. <laughs> no. Yes. I actually like Frank Pellegrino. Wow. I congratulated Frank and Chrissy on their wedding. Breaking news. I didn't know that. Listen, Chrissy really didn't. You know, the only thing Chrissy did with that was wrong to me. I don't like, I overreacted with the dabble thing. I admit it. Uh, wow. Whatever their names are. Fucking, what, what was it? Chad and Mersh or whatever those guys are. Yeah. I don't know. The, the, you know, Revenge of the Sin. No, I don't I, even I'm know. Chad. They were right. Yeah, I know. It's, I am like an idiot. You're talking to Chad. It's Royce. Royce and Mersh. <laughs> And they're your neighbors, Chad. You should know who they are for sure. Chad's like, yeah, I don't know, whatever. So out of it. This is all like his stuff, but he's so out of it with all this. He doesn't even, he can't even remember the lies. And it flies in the face of everything you've ever said about Chrissy Mayer up until just now. Do you hear how he called him Frank Pellegrino? I'm not your pal! (laughs) (laughs) That's a tease for later. Now, I don't understand what his logic was there. He goes, the network is failing. Oh, and guess what? Take this, Anthony. I've made up with Chrissy Mayer. It's if Anthony's going to be like, okay, I'll give a shit. See, <laughs> other people don't care who's friends with other people like John does. Like, John tried to get that poker buddy to not talk to Anthony anymore because he was mad at Anthony. And it's just like, you don't decide who I'm friends with. Yeah. Like, nobody cares if they made up. And by the way, they didn't. So <laughs> I reached out to my buddy Frank when I saw this. And I went, all right, Frank, I know you've been talking to John because I know he has been. Has Chrissy had any communication with John at all? No. No, no, no. So Johnny came out here and be like, yeah, we made up. Everything's yeah. good. It's like, they, never, they haven't even talked. Tell Chrissy how, I also, said hi. <laughs> yeah. How meaningful is it? Like, didn't you and John make up? And then less than 48 hours later? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, making up with John means nothing. Yeah, consider the source. Yeah, we did make up. And <laughs> we were planning on doing a show together. And, and that's I'm still in the works. I'm still hoping something happens. But, uh, yeah, not too long after that, John did threaten to um, ruin my life. But whatever. You know, that's why pencils have erasers, as they say. Yeah. Everyone, everyone makes mistakes from time to time. I'm ready to, looks like, to let that slide. It looks like somebody's erasing his backdrop. Yeah, what the fuck I know. is going so on a lot of with his green screen? Going on with that. As if it wasn't bad enough to just sound bad and look bad. Your background also sucks. 
Oh, wow. I should get a shirt that says fat police. It would make as much sense as fucking (laughs) stuttering jobs, hypocrisy. It's like, dude, like, how do you, again, like the lack of self-awareness is incredible. It's like, you're a major, major hypocrite. And like, it drives me crazy. Like when I was watching you on MLC with, with those guys and you bring up his daughter with the food insecurity and all that shit. Yeah. He tries to like revise what the daughter said. She said she faced in food insecurity. Right. She didn't say she was interested in studying food insecurity. Right. It's like she definitely made it sound like she was poor and struggling and not sure like where her next meal was coming from or where she was going to stay. And Stuttering John just he just won't address that. He'll turn it into something else. You said you yeah. said it. Yeah. You know, he, he he goes he goes. What she meant by food insecurity is she can't get the types of food she wants. Where she lives, I go. That's not what that <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, That's yeah. a food desert. Food insecurity is starving. You're starving. Yeah. You don't have food. But yeah, he just kept going through. He's like, no, 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 no. That's not what that is. Like, well, yeah. I'm just telling definitions of things. I don't know what else. To... Yeah, it's just a Chinese restaurant. They don't have fresh ramen. <laughs> That's food insecurity. I can't get fresh ramen here. <laughs> the fuck. All right. Now this is incredible. This is something I never thought I'd see. I mean. Everything's blowing my mind these last week and a half, oh, yeah. so I, I shouldn't be too impressed with anything, but this is fucking awesome. Clip it. Put it on the board. Then she says that. I overreact. Yes. And and it becomes a dabble verse, which I'm fine with. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> He's promoting the dabble verse. That's amazing. Thank you, John. I appreciate that. John is fine with the dabble verse kind of out of his hands he stands to gain nothing by saying that which means he's like all right fine you guys got me the devil versus fun, whatever. <laughs> yeah. it doesn't bother me <laughs> you know it does it does nothing but bother him well this is where i'm struggling to understand things because john sees the opportunity now and we're going to play clips where he talks about i can't believe how popular i am i can't believe everyone's tuning in for this they're all excited I'm like really you didn't know that there's over 6,000 people in a subreddit that just goofs on you every day. You know, you were popular. Come on, you do this. Obviously. I think he's just beginning to come to terms with it. Well, yeah, I think he's finally learning how to lean into it a little bit. Maybe he's from watching Chad. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's learning from Chad. That's why they're buddying up right now. Because he saw how Chad was just like, I'm not going away. I'm going to tell everyone they suck over and over again. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's adept at embracing the true heel persona though because he still wants people to like him and think that he's right and think that he's a good guy and that's not obviously what a heel does but he is a heel like the people that and that's what none of these guys understand except for maybe kevin brennan is like everybody's killing it everybody's fucking doing great numbers and this and that it's like the percentage of people watching this stuff like look i'm one of them i enjoy it tremendously That's why I send super chats to these people, to Chad and to to MLC, uh, because I like that. I like it, and I want them to keep going. Yes, but for the most part, nobody gives a fuck about this shit. It's not the biggest thing on the internet, like they keep claiming. The the <laughs> uh, podcast wars of twenty twenty three. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It was funny. And then I saw Opie. I saw Opie talking about it, and he's like, "Yeah, like again, another smug motherfucker who's like, yeah, they're trying to get me to join up, but I don't know." Da, da, da. It's like, dude, they don't need you. Like, they've been doing just fine without you. It would be more interesting if you joined in, but they don't need you. I didn't pull the clip, but damn it, I ran across it not too long ago. Opie saying he could mop the floor with all of us. He's better than Kevin Brennan. He's better than, you know, me. He's better than everyone. Mm -hmm. And broadcast, it's like, fucking prove it. We've given you years to prove that. There's nothing that you could equate. That would say that Opie's doing a good job of anything. Oh, yeah. If anything, there's hours of content 
to the contrary. Right. Proving I mean, that he's looking at it subjectively, objectively, like no matter how you measure it, <laughs> Opie is terrible at this. And n- I should have grabbed the clip. <laughs> All right. Now, this this is pretty funny because Chad, I think, is trying to compliment John, but I would take this as a slight if I were John. You guys can all say what you want, but John has been more successful than everyone together. I mean, they're they were goofing on you and making money, but I mean, you like I said, you have the Forrest Gump life. You had record contracts. You were on the biggest radio show. You're on Leno. You got the right. So you did good. I mean, I don't you know. Had Gene Simmons. That's the first time I went on Carl's show. Like you're, they did the segment where, where they're supposed to goof on you. I was like, he's never done anything to me, you know. And then then that's why I was kind of like weirded out by it, or I fucked it up, but. It's just like, well, what am I going to say? I don't know. He stutters. Okay. All right. A couple of things. First off, Forrest Gump was a retired, right? Yeah. <laughs> Is that the point of that movie? It's a retarded guy. He's like, dude, you're like Forrest Gump. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah Looked sh- into situations he had no business being in. <laughs> yeah. So fucking it's a, funny. It's a good comparison. No, Forrest Gump had a heart of gold. It's, he's nothing oh, yeah, like Forrest yeah, Gump. John would yeah. walk over Jenny to get a fucking gig, you know? The other guy that people forget about, too, it's like, it's like who did better, Shuli or John, you know, or Billy West. Yeah. And the, the person that a lot of people forget about is Yucko, like Roger Ooh, Black. That's right, yeah. He, he's doing really well on Netflix with his animated series. And I hung out with him once in L.A. You would never know it from his, his persona, but that guy is one of the sweetest dudes I've ever met. That's what? a good he's so point. Friendly I, I nice. forgot all about that. Yeah, he did have a career after uh, What's his Stern. Netflix show? Oh, yeah, he's he's still going. Uh, one was Paradise PD. It was an animated show. And then he got, I can't remember the name of the other one. It's he had a, a Comedy Central one. show. that um, mm-hmm. it, was a, it was a while ago. That was years ago, but that was a pretty successful show. Oh, you know what? It would have been Drawn Together, I think, was a Yucko thing. Oh, Am okay. I right about that? that was, if it was, that was a popular show as well. Yeah, it was an animated reality show. I yeah. think that was Yucko. Okay. It was one of those shows around that time. That came out because I remember yeah, I was nothing else right surprised. now. He's in production with an animated series at Netflix, which I think is go. better than both John and Shuli. So good for him. What was annoying about the end of that last clip that we just heard is Chad again talking about how, well, when I went on Carl's show, I didn't want to talk shit about John because he had never done anything to me. And I don't know what to say. Oh, you stutter. No, Chad, I would play a clip and then you could <laughs> comment on it. And he wasn't even defending Johnny. He was just like, yeah, but Chrissy Mayer's an asshole. I'm like, okay, Chad, help me out here, buddy. We're doing a show here. We're doing a show together. This isn't a conversation. We're not bitching over beers at the bar right now. I'm playing clips, and then you react to them. And I, one of the things that we don't make fun of that much, <laughs> that much, is John's stutter. Because he's way more interesting than his fake stutter. The fake stutter is something sometimes. Don't get me wrong. But I'd rather talk about the times when he just is lost for words. He goes, uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's not a stutter. Yeah, steals truly from his neighbor. Yeah, that's your. That's how when your brain's broken is what that is. That's a very different thing. Okay, we are living in a simulation. I swear to God, because how the hell is this happening? And by the way, Dabbles Anonymous, thank you for, for a being very generous to Kevin and b being very generous to Chad. He just thanked Dabblers Anonymous, <laughs> the haters. <laughs> I'm trying to ruin his life over and over again. He's going. I love the Dabbleverse. Thanks, Dabblers Anonymous. Yeah. What? Holy throwing shit. money at him. Well, they're throwing money like at someone. MLC uh, Super Chat was like $400 or something. Oh, like yeah, that. yeah. The, whoever Dabblers Anonymous is, which is not Dabblers Anonymous on Twitter. I know that, but it's someone. There were some claims it was you. Who, who claims it was me? Uh, I heard, uh, I, can't, I think it was on Chad's show where there was a claim that uh, it was you that was giving the Dabblers Anonymous money out. Dude, if I'm giving that kind of money, I'm putting my fucking name on it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I want right. full credit for that shit. You don't want to be anonymous for that shit. <laughs> 
All right. So this is just hilarious. I'm I'm boring it on my end because I don't want to get taken down by YouTube. But check out this chatter and, and, and Chad does not figure this one out. Just, Eric, I'm doing fine, everybody. You guys don't get it twisted. <laughs> you guys keep coming in. Thanks for the super chats. Let's roll. All right. So this chatter's name is Eric Shin. Yeah. <laughs> and there's just a giant boner. And it says, it says, great job, Chad. Stiff competition, but you will rise to the occasion. <laughs> and, and Chad's just like, no, we're killing it, Eric. <laughs> Dude, Chad does not understand super chats. Like I sent one in that I said it said uh, John wouldn't look out of place at a Salem witch hanging. He yeah. did not get it. He couldn't even read it. And then when he was doing the hype train, Mary Beth sent one in that said uh, April needs, and then like the splashing emoji. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know the the yeah. coming emoji. Like yeah. get her on the hype train. I get and it. He goes, I don't understand that. It's like, <sighs> dude, <laughs> we're writing this week for ago. you. Yes, what do you want us yeah. to do here? Oh. A stand-up oh. comedian that doesn't have a sense of humor. Weird. He did, I didn't get it. Yeah, just doesn't, doesn't get, get jokes. It. Yeah, Eric Shin, I, I've never heard that one before. Have you? I, I, I was like, holy <laughs> shit, that's hilarious. Either. I mean, sure. I've heard that. <laughs> and he's like, what are you guys, dorks? That's <laughs> me. So, All right. So what's happening next here? Well, then the glory hole days mm-hmm. is also a, a funny chat. They're talking about how Bob Levy stole John's traveling comedy show thing. And so John's going to talk about why he had Melrose Larry Green on his show. So this is going back to when John was on the Howard Stern show, and he was doing the stand-up shows to markets where Howard Stern was big. So Suttering John had a big name. So it'd be like Suttering John and Friends, and they would always sell out to see this. And this is him telling the story, and then I'll explain and actually prove that he's lying, <laughs> as usual. <laughs> I, I I'm the hypocrisy police on this one, guys. Watch out. It's me, Jim Norton, Modi, who's blowing up right now, and Melrose Larry Green that I had as a goof, because he was, like, trying to be some Borscht Belt comedian, like his big joke, uh, oh, I own a Jewish airline called Bell, I'll tell you. It was so bad. But what I loved about it, is people in the audience started hating on him, heckling him, and throwing ice cubes and, and buffalo wings at him. And then Melrose would snap and start going, fuck you, fuck you, and just go off on the crowd. Me, ask Florentine, because I know you're friends with Jim, so am I. Me, Florentine, Apollo, we would laugh our asses off on the side of stage. <laughs> They're laughing their asses off. So <laughs> he's claiming he had Melrose Way Green on his shows as a goof. Because of this confrontation that, that he would have with the audience, and they're all laughing about it. Well, let's rewind back to when this was actually taking place. Melrose Larry Green calls in to the Howard Stern show, and much is revealed. I played this on a bonus episode of Easy For You To Say, but I thought it'd be a good time to bring this back again. Yeah. In case people haven't heard this. Melrose Larry Green. Is Melrose one of John's favorite comics? Wait, wait. Oh, yeah. Wait a second, I gotta tell you this story. This, I heard this, I can't even believe it. I think this is sick. What? <laughs> Melrose Larry Green wants to have a career in stand-up comedy, and he's trying to get started. So John charges Melrose Larry Green $500 to open for him. A night. And I gotta tell you something, man. I think that's the lowest, most horrible thing. Hold on a second, wait a second. You, What's your problem? Do you take the money out of homeless people's He is he's retarded. Why would you take his First money? First of all, he's not retarded. Yes, he is. John's a great guy. <laughs> he asked me, he said, John, I want to open you. I said, no way, Larry. He's like, come on, you know, what can I do? I said, pay me. He goes, all right. So when am I just saying no? Oh, so, yeah. so that's, that's, yeah, you I say no. I had dinner with John last night at Rosen's limo. Oh, wait a second, did you buy dinner also? 
No. I, no, I got a free salad. John, how can you take this guy's money? No, no, they mean. You got more money than I do. Yeah, but so what? So John now, because he wrote about it in his book too, and he tells the same story that he just told Chad, is this guy who's helping this guy out, putting him up on stage, letting him try out his act. He's getting booed, but it's funny because of the audience interaction. When really the reality was, John goes, I don't want you on the show. And Mel was like, well, what can I do to get on? He's like, if you pay me, I'll put you on. He's like, all right, I'll give you 500 bucks <laughs> every time I open for you. Which is a shitty thing to do. John's already making all this money. He's keeping a ton of the money. And he's not doing much of the performance at all. It's yeah. the comics that he's bringing along with them that are actually the reason why the show is entertaining. And he's also exploiting what Howard Stern refers to as a retard. <laughs> Melrose Larry Green. So, again, John, I wish I had the shirt on. I'd pull it up. Hypocrisy police. It's one thing to, you know, not pay somebody for you know, helping you or not, or just like doing something. Five minutes people know her from the Howard Stern show. Melissa Green yeah. was like a, a whack packer. Yeah. They know her from the show. Went him up there. He's like, no. Right. And it, but it's another thing to say, well, you have to give me money. Right. You don't need him to give you money. And also the way John thinks, and this is very telling, where he goes, he offered to give me money. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> it's like, no, you, yeah, you gave him well, I'm not going to have you on the show. What are you going to do to get on the show? It's like you kind of asked him for money right there. That's that's how that works. Oh, but my hands were tied, boss. <laughs> yeah. He do? did the same thing as a comedy promoter that he did with his podcast where it's like he gets people who he considers to be talented and yep. lets them do all the work. Right. The same with the podcast. Like people would ramble on for 20 minutes yeah. and he would just sit there and say nothing. Yeah, hell sparks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Hell Sparks. When is Hell Sparks coming back to the air? <laughs> That's what I want to know. All right. So someone calls out John for the way that he drinks his beer with his pinky out. Now, if you guys remember, John was calling me out for the way that I drink beverages. <laughs> yeah, right. So this is hypocrisy <laughs> yet again. And by the way, like soon I drink like this and I have the pinky out. That's effeminate. I'm effeminate. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Yeah, that brings us to this one right here because you, you said you'd answer everything. You didn't care. John, biggest hypocrite, make fun of Carl for being feminine, but everyone has to respect your kid. Okay. Where did the stutter go? Okay. <laughs> no, How was the karate movie you did? No, I love this stuff. <laughs> this is this is like the Okay. So someone calls him a hypocrite and he pulls up his shirt with his hypocrisy police. Like, that's not an answer yeah. to why are you being a hypocrite, John? I don't understand. And then stammers, but he's not he's not really stuttering. He's saying, okay, all right. Well, uh, uh, like yeah. he's just making these noises to right. give himself time to think of, like, how do I defend myself Correct. for being a hypocrite, which I obviously am. And it's like pointing your finger, fuck you. Don't say like, oh, well, like he's just trying to justify him calling you a feminine. So he's like, I'm a feminine too. Yeah. No, I know. He never would have said that. He never would have said that before. He's been called on. I've got a girly haircut and titties. (laughs) Yeah. A weird comeback when someone calls you a hypocrite to say, I'm wearing a shirt that says that. So it's not me. Like, well, that's not how that works. But Mm -hmm. this goes on about, I guess he's trying to say, that I was bashing his kid for being gay? This is what he's saying. <laughs> this is what he's saying here. Dad, you do understand the difference between, you know, bashing a gay person or just saying a guy is a little effeminate. Do you understand there's a difference? Yeah, of course. There's a very big difference. <laughs> so stop trying to, trying to rewrite the definition of effeminate. Stop trying to make that, because I would never, ever bash a group of people 
Any group of people. I don't care. What, what about Republicans? Yeah. What yeah. about half the population of the United States, John? What about every southern state? What are you talking about? I've never, never batched a group of people. They should all get COVID and die. Yeah, yeah. What about the unvaccinated? <laughs> Holy shit. This guy has no self-awareness. It's so fun. I love it. Okay, so here you go. Effeminate. Having characteristics and ways of behaving traditionally associated with women and regarded as inappropriate for a man. So, no, it's not. it's not like saying hey you're gay but everybody knows that's what you mean yeah and i think he did sort of slip that he thought i was gay at one point during mlc if i'm not mistaken he said he said yeah he definitely said that yeah so he's trying to say there that i was worse because i called his kid gay now i went ahead and grabbed the audio this is from bonus episode number 28 easy for you to say part one the very first clip i played of his audio book where he dedicates it to his kids because john keeps bringing this up that I trashed his kids and I'm calling them out. Listen to what I say here. I guess I can explain it afterwards. But this is the definition of a... It's so obvious that I don't care about his kids and that this is a joke. I'm over the top with it. I dedicate this book to my three wonderful kids, Knight, Lily, Bell, and Oscar. <laughs> those kids are like fucking losers. You're dedicating this book to those fucking losers? <laughs> I heard that his kids are all losers. Did you hear about this? Yeah. Producer Chris, what a bunch of losers. Uh, but they're good looking, right? For a guy who doesn't want his kids brought up ever, he sure brings them up a lot, doesn't he? All right. I got a little something for this if you want to play my number two. And I, I added it. You can tell when, uh, when, when the two clips are joined together. You'll be able to tell. Okay. I dedicate this book to my three wonderful kids, Knight, Lily, Bell, and Oscar. I have dreamed about having you since I was a little boy, and you have surpassed all of my expectations. <laughs> Still, the most important part was being a father to my three wonderful kids, Knight, Lily Bell, and Oscar. Those kids sound like fucking losers. Is he talking about his losing kids again? Well, I put that together because that's less than a minute apart in his read. Right. He has to say them in order because I think he's going to forget one of them. <laughs> right. So it's, yes. it's like uh, dabble, babble, and flop or right. something like that. Wink and blink and nod, whatever. Um, but it's such a strange thing to say. I dreamt about having you since I was a little boy. Yeah, everything he accomplishes, <laughs> like he's wanted to accomplish that, whether it's teaching science or having three children or boxing crazy cabby, <laughs> all dreams he's had his whole life. Anyway, do you see what I'm talking about? Like, John keeps bringing up that I've talked shit about his kids. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is such obvious. I don't know who they are. I don't give a shit. Oh, right. You brought them up. Why does he think his kids are so interesting that everybody wants to talk <laughs> know, about right. them? It's like. The only thing we know about his kids are the two, two are transgender now or just one? I think one is uh, trans and one is gay. One is gay. Okay. And one of them faced food insecurity and homelessness. That's literally all I know about his kids. Yeah. And I don't, nobody gives a fuck about his kids. And you're right. He, he will not stop bringing them up in reference to like, oh, everybody should, Anthony shitting on my kids, Carl shitting on my kids, Bob yeah. shitting on my kids. Yeah. Surely. Uh, some people on Twitter are saying, I mean, I'm not the one saying this. Well, people know it's a soft spot <laughs> he's for, used, like, somebody's... He's using you know, this as a shield. Yeah. This is his... You know, he's a victim mm-hmm. because people are talking right. shit about these innocent kids who want nothing to do with show business. So he's leaning into it so much, he wants people to talk shit about his kids because then that gives him the moral high ground. Like, that's all he's looking for in this. He's not actually worried about any of this. Mm. Anyway, I could be wrong about that. <laughs> what do I know? So someone brings up John's complexion here. And I love that John doesn't have just one excuse, not two excuses, 
but three excuses for why he looks the way he does. And I'm going to opine that none of these are the accurate reason why he looks like this. Why is John so pale? Because I don't have any lighting and I don't wear any makeup and I'm not in the sun like Chad going sunbathing. Yeah, he uh, and he's also he's going out for the uh, uh, a role. There's a role he's trying out for. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to play a corpse like um, <laughs> Kevin Costner in um, uh, 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 the uh, what was that called? The uh, oh, shit, thirty minute chill. No, no, uh, dances with the I want to drop a reference. That's terrific. That's terrific. That's why Jazz the best. He's just quick <laughs> with a reference. His timing is perfect. Yeah, so he's spot on. <laughs> Chad is so accommodating and servile. It's like yeah. it makes you cringe. It, it, like when when he was talking about Chrissy and Frank, Chad hates them. Yep. Chad should have said something about it. Not just, but like he's just he's too agreeable. Yeah. Like it, if, if that they want their show to be successful together, they have they have to disagree. But they're both so fucking hot headed and 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 fucking out of control that it, it wouldn't last. They get Brian, mad at each Brian, other. Did you see when I showed up on Chad's show the other day? Oh, yeah. Uh, Big smiles. Big smiles. (laughs) Hey, look at all of us. Look at this. We're all doing this together. This fun. You would think with the shit that he's talked about me that he'd be spitting (laughs) into his microphone at me. Carl, you fucking asshole. He was just like, hey, Carl, what's up? Like, hey, Chad. (laughs) So weird. (laughs) It is funny how that works. Okay. So John has three reasons why he's pale. None of them are organ failure. (laughs) You know, you didn't even notice that. (laughs) For whatever reason, that wasn't one of them. John agreed to $600 for one hour to be on with Chad, and he must have set his alarm because watch this when an hour is up. Now let's wait. It's an hour, Chad. All right. You want to keep going? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. If you want to keep going, I'll split Super Chats with you. Well, let, yeah, 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 I'll keep going, but you know, you better make it worth my while, you prick. I got you. Okay. This is why no one thought John was going to be off the internet for as long as he was. Because as soon as he's in the spotlight again, mm-hmm. he loves it. He can't stop himself. He really, he really does think he's a star. Yeah, like he's so, he's he's. I called surely cocky and arrogant, but it's nothing compared to this guy. Like he's delusional. Right. He is he's Perry deluded. Caravello in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah, Th- there are similarities there because yeah, he's like he's like well, everyone's watching, so I yeah. guess I'll stay on. Yeah. Uh, you better make it worth my while. Well, start yeah. negotiations and, and an 18-pack of coins. <laughs> All right, 12-pack. And All meanwhile, right, meanwhile, Chad has like 25% of the live viewers as the shows that are sniping him. Yes, they get into that, yeah. and I, I will talk about that in a minute. Actually, that's coming up because um, <laughs> John wants to know what people are watching. But first, Husey comes on with uh, a post here. And now John doesn't like Husey because John went on Husey's show years and years ago. And then Husey had me on not long after, and John reached out to Husey. He's like, what the fuck? You know, if you have John on your show, you can't be friendly with other people that he doesn't like. Yeah. That was his mentality. I think that's changed, but back then that's... It's like the Eric Cartman approach to yes. friendship. I, I love somebody came in as Galuli. He's the guy that fucking, you know, tried to, you know, that broke... Uh, uh, Husey? Uh, what? This guy, nice hair. No, uh, oh, Husey's a dickhead. <laughs> he is a fucking two-faced dickhead too. He's probably I, laughing. Any of them know. School. <laughs> so, all right, all right. So here we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm drunk. I had one beer, and I'm not even done with it yet. All right. So, just wait. Yeah, I know. So here's Dane. Five bucks. John, love your book. Heard it on WATP. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, I know all about it. 
you know that that you know I I I, I definitely take exception to that. See, they're fucking with you, John. <laughs> they're fucking with you. They didn't hear it. On, on, anyway. anyway, so a couple of funny he still things. Has not learned that like you can't yeah. believe. Don't believe anything you hear on the internet. Certainly don't believe everything you hear on the internet. No, no, no. Does. Brian, the rule is if you want it to be true, you should believe it and repeat it often. Mm. That's a good policy. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think that's a good policy, right? When people feed you bullshit to get you riled up. I think you're talking about the secret, Carl. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. So I love that Husey comes in with loved you and no country for old men. <laughs> but then that followed by that Tilden guy that John got upset with is actually goofing on Chad if he could actually have any reading comprehension skills. Because it says... John, can you teach Chad how to broadcast while drunk? You handle yourself well while he passes out like a bloated sock. So <laughs> what he's trying to tell him is like, John, you actually don't pass out on your show when you're drunk. Chad does. And, he's, and of course, Chad leads that up because he doesn't know what's going on either. This is how many people are watching right now. And this is where John gets excited. Yeah, how many people are watching? I can't even see. Uh, like 275, but it goes up and down and it's just... No. You know, there's, but there's all Kevin Brennan's <laughs> watching this right now. Surely Network's watching this, and I'm sure Kevin's some... sniping this too. Yeah. So, so wait a second. You used to snipe Kevin. Now Kevin's sniping you. Yeah, because I'm not playing a show. So <laughs> let him snipe. God, who knew I was? Who knew I was as famous? <laughs> You're not. That, <laughs> that's that's comedy in its own. And Shuli's I don't even care about myself this much. And Shuli's got Carl on right now, so they're like doing what? They're like, oh my god, look what he said! Oh my god, this is oh my god, this is a snooze fest! Oh my god, this is a... so they're gonna go over this for like four months, which is fine, probably. Yeah. Now, love I w- Ch- Chad's Carl impression. Love yeah. Everyone loves <laughs> That's great. Everyone loves that. Now, John's saying he didn't realize how famous he was because he got very excited that MLC and Shuli's sniping them. So there's. Thousands of people watching. There's you know less than 300 on Chad show. Right. Thousands of people are watching it live as this is happening. Now I mentioned before the subreddit 6,000 members. We did a weekend in Rochester at the beginning of February that people flew into from all over the country and other countries <laughs> yeah. to be a part of. That was just about stuttering John and what a mess he is. He's like, I had no idea people were interested in what I'm up to. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, you did, John. <laughs> yes, you sure as shit did. You talk about how people are making a living off of your content. You know, you know exactly what this is about. Also, I want to say to Timothy Smith, who Chad left this up here forever. Hi, Carl W A T P. Hi, Timothy Smith. Thank you, buddy. Oh, hello. Appreciate it. I just have a few more, and then we'll we'll move on to uh, the next round here. But mm-hmm. all right, getting into Anthony Cumia. I feel like there's some words that are losing meaning when people use them as much as they do. I did Cumia's show before I knew what a pedophile what a racist he was. I had no idea of any of this. So you can call me a hypocrite all you want, but I had no idea what a scumbag Anthony Cumia was. So I had a great time. I played cards with Anthony in his basement. We all know about that. You hit on his girlfriend while you were there. You got your buddy to give you more money out of his ATM. You lost badly. Yeah, you drank all the tequila. Now, we all know about your card game. At Anthony's house. He goes, I had no idea what a pedophile Anthony was. Like, what, what does this word even mean anymore? How many children did Anthony rape? I'm, I don't know what this number is, but he was such a pedophile. Or is, I guess. I'd love to know the answer to that. As far as I know, Anthony's only had 
uh, relations with women who are of age. Yeah, it's like if if your wife is more than five years younger than you, no matter how old both of you are, right. then you're a pedophile. Well, that's Aunt, where we're at now. Aunt did famously bring an 18 year old girl to her prom when he was in his 50s. Maybe late 40s. As far as I know, 18 was is that legal. A, was that a, a radio stunt? Like, was it a radio stunt? I mean, they because talked about it. it. They talked about it on the radio. I think he was dating her. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> so. Poor Anthony. <laughs> oh, poor Anthony. Oh, yeah. Stop it. Yeah. That's, oh, 18-year-old girl's gross. Ew. Yeah. Who wants that? Honestly, the way that they throw these words around, it's almost to the point of, like, Hitler. Like, you call everyone Hitler that you don't like. like mm-hmm. I don't think you know what that means. This guy was... Bad news. <laughs> Should read a book or something. Right. Well, evidently, you can go on the internet and call people pedophiles and go unpunished. Yeah, for whatever reason. You just say reason. whatever you feel like. Yeah. yeah. Now, they're talking about Anthony Cumia, and John's claiming that Anthony only turned on John after Artie teamed up with them, and it was all Artie's influence. That's a weird thing, too. Chad talks about this, too, where everyone's being influenced by other people to say nasty shit. No one's ever told me to go after someone. I'm like, all right. If you say so. Yeah. I always make up my own mind about what I like and what I don't like. I think most right. people do. I think maybe they just convinced you based on their experience with you that you're a piece of shit. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, it sounds like you're right. Also, I remember the episode where John came on the Artie and Anthony show, and they were bitching at John for using the studio without throwing any money to the guys <laughs> in the booth who ran his show for him. So That's like- another situation where he just will not address the right. actual subject at hand. He wants to be like, well, on the Tonight Show, they had free beer. It's like, well, this isn't the fucking Tonight Show, and that's not what they're saying. Right. Mm-hmm. These guys gave up their time for free while your fucking dumbass came in and did your shitty podcast and then just left after oh. you drank all the beer, left it everywhere, didn't even tip the guys for their time. It's like, how do you not understand that? How does that not fucking sinking in? Also, right. the staff of the Tonight Show would not be spending extra hours there to run your show for you that makes no money. They, right. They'd be like, no, of course we're not going to do that. We're salaried employees. We, we do the Tonight Show. And so Anthony definitely had a reason to have an issue with John. There's been a lot of different things that he would have an issue. But he, he acts like it was only because of Artie. Before that, we thought uh, that, you know, I thought that, I thought that we were cool. I love Michael DiLorenzo. I had a great time with Michael, so yeah. So I'm going to analyze that clip that we just saw right there. I think what was going on in his head, he goes, before that, I uh, uh, he thought he was getting the job. He thought he was going to be Anthony's co-host. <laughs> so I think he was almost going to say that and then realize, oh, it's going to make me look stupid because I've never even been in the running because I've talked to Anthony about this directly. And he's like, he was on no list. There was yeah, no I fucking know. way. He's like, we did have a short list of people besides Artie. John was not on that list. <laughs> right. I, I want the show to be good. Yeah. So. It's so insane, but anytime you give John a compliment, even when you're just being polite, he always takes that to a degree where he's just like, well, they obviously love me and think I'm the best thing that's ever happened to the show. Like, no, no one said that. No one's saying that, John. They just said, great job. People like when you're on the show. That's all. And then this Carlos Danger comment where he says uh, the... Michael DeLorenzo. Yeah, Michael DeLorenzo. That was the last time he directed a movie. (laughs) And I think what he's trying to say is that that movie ended his career. (laughs) 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 But John doesn't address that at all, which is weird. All right, so this is now John claiming he does not need money. He's not doing this for the money, even though you saw what he just said when the hour ran up, when the alarm went off. He's like, you better make good on this. Trust me, he's not, he doesn't need money. He's not doing it for that. You know, I don't really give a shit. I don't need money, really. But I'm not going to do this shit without getting paid. It's just not. 
you know, some this is so funny. Some guy offers me two fifty to do a show. I go, nah, nah, I don't do it. I go, no, nah, it's got to be, you know, a thousand, whatever. I said, he goes, you're not worth it. I go, well, why do you keep asking me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking don't ask me that. Anyway, it can't be both things. Yeah, Cardiff. It can't be I don't. <laughs> no, I actually know who this was. It can't be I don't need the money and two fifty is not enough because mm. then that means you need money. And I, I get it. Time's valuable. I wouldn't just say yes to anyone. Now, the person he's talking about here is Michael Gavin Ali. Uh, Brian, you probably know who that is, right? I feel like it. Who is he? Michael Gavin Ali. Like he's been on a lot of the compound shows. Uh, he has his own show. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, I've yes, gone yes, on yes. his show a couple of times. He's been on this show once. Or two, yes, we I had think. him on this mm-hmm. show once with Chrissy. Yep, very good. Um, he reaches out to me quite a bit, but he was telling me how he offered John 250 and John turned it down. And so that's why I know he's, that's who he's talking about. Brian, if you were to describe Michael Gavin Ali, maybe you could do a good job of doing this. You want me to describe him? Yeah, I mean, if, if there was a way to describe uh, this person, I don't, I, I don't about. know him well enough. No, <laughs> like, I recognize the name. Yeah, right. sorry. No, that's fine. That's fine. He's not, not the quickest. Cut that pot out. He's not the quickest draw in the West. <laughs> that's all. A, good, oh, okay. a bit of a goofy dipshit. <laughs> all right. Well, I, I don't know him at all. I guess Andy's <laughs> on it. That's fine. So then, this is a weird thing. I think this is the real Benny Loco. Now, Benny Loco is one of his scorned moderators who's very upset with Jen. We've seen a lot of evidence of this. She's posted about this all over the place. And this looks like stuff she would post. Now, I don't know if it's her or not, because anyone could create an account on YouTube and, and make it look like they're them. But Anyway, mm. so he starts trashing my child, <laughs> Lily, and starts comparing her, saying that she's Baba Booey's kid. And Carl, and by the way, when I said Carla the other day, Carl used to come into my chat room as Carla and super chat me, you idiots. Ask him. He calls himself Carla. Not me. He did. Not so true. Did yeah. Not true. I've never <laughs> once gone into his chat room as Carla and super chatted him. Again, I want the credit. If I'm super chatting anyone, I'm doing it as who are these podcasts. Yeah, Anytime yeah. you see who are these podcasts and money involved, that's me. I'm doing that. I'm not anyone else. So I don't know where he got this idea that I'm Carla... And that's why he calls me Carla. That sounds made up. Maybe he's misinformed. That's possible. So anyway, Benny Loco right here wrote, John, you broke my heart. Please go away again. (laughs) And John notices that because she comes back and says, tell the truth about the cancer. And John goes, that's not the real Benny Loco. She knows the truth. I've said the truth. (laughs) So I have a feeling that is the real Benny Loco. I could be wrong. Didn't he drop that it was Nikki B's husband or something in one of these streams too? He did, yes. Mm -hmm. He raised $200. (laughs) His mom chipped in a hundred bucks or an iPad mini or both. I can't remember. If there's one thing I know about cancer, it's cured by iPad mini. Well, or gift cards. (laughs) (laughs) If you play on your iPad enough, you're going to be cancer free in no time. The saddest thing is, and I I hope I get a chance to talk to John again, because I'd like to talk to him about this, is that he was so concerned about this person. He doesn't even know if the person's still alive or not. You couldn't keep in touch with these people to see how they're doing or reach out and say, hey, how's your husband or something? Jesus. Just makes me feel like maybe that was a scam all along. This is the last clip I'm going to play from this. And this is part two of John with Chad from my perspective. There's more to this than I want to get to, but I can't do it all in one sitting, obviously. So John tries to set something up. The reason why you would set something up like this is if you have a punchline. That's why you would do this. So I'm not even going to blame Chad for not understanding what's going on and having a hard time following this. I got to say, John, you got to come with something if you're going to do it this way. Julie's not fucking interesting. 
when Shuli does a show, hey, I'm going to be Shuli now. Now, you asked me a question about, like, about my career, anything. Just, like, about stand-up or anything. He watched. This is how Shuli answers on his show. Okay. Just ask a question? Just ask me a question. Like, I'm Shuli. <laughs> you don't know, but you're interviewing him about comedy. Yeah. Hey, Shuli, uh, how did you get on the Howard Stern show? <laughs> oh, you know, it, it took a lot of hustling. I got to say, I've always been a very, very, very big hustler, you know, and I paid my dues. And, you know, I was in the little club, but, you know, I hustled and I hustled. Nobody could believe I could, nobody could believe I could get on the show. But, you know, I was such a hustler, you know, and, I, and I'm so good at what I did that the Stern to realize how super talented I was. And, you know, and I hustled, though. I, you know, I got my hands dirty, you know. You know, that's, that's, a, even that is too charismatic for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but all he does is brag. <laughs> okay. All he does is brag. All right, if you say so. He had nothing for that. Vague platitudes. What a brag. And I know the story of how Shuli got on the Howard Stern show. That's not how we would tell it even closely. No. Shuli was a caller. John knows that. He was the call screener. Call screener John, they called him. John is our call screener. <laughs> him and Crazy and Richard would Shuley. talk to Jackie the Jokester. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, anyway, I just thought that was like the worst setup. You got to have like a quick punchline if you're like, no, a- ask me a question like I'm Shuli. They got to be like, Durr! you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's like, okay, it's funny. That's, that's what, just that's what Shuli said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't even have that plan, but I'm just saying that's something <laughs> <laughs> that would make more sense. Also, what's the age where like as guys, we stop making fun of other guys for being bald. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. If you're bald his and you're go- 20. His first go-to is pulling his hair back. Look at me, I'm Shuli. <laughs> yeah, Shuli's not like a young man. It's not surprising that he's lost hair like many people do. I should. I, I, just, I, like, I have to call you out, Bri. I got to call you out because yeah. I believe that when we were watching Hulk Hogan's TV show this morning, that was one uh-huh. of your go-to things. It's like, any man who wants to do rag every day yeah. is obviously bald. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. You're right. I've become the Bob. I've become the Bob Levy of the Carl Network. I'm on all these different shows now. Yeah. Hypocrisy police. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm going to get out of the way a little bit here, guys. I want you to break down. Shuli got on Chad's show to talk to John. Chad fortunately got himself out of the way, which was great. Right. Yeah. And it was Shuli versus Stuttering John. The showdown we've been waiting for. For years now, yeah, finally happened. So take it away, Andy. Okay, well, in this first clip, Chad has John introduce Shuli onto the show. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, here comes the biggest hack on the internet. Woo! He's known as the dues payer because apparently he's the only comic who ever paid his dues. And he had decided to base his whole life on me. There he is being as smug as usual. Ladies and gentlemen... The dues payer himself, Shuli Agar. Sit back, get your popcorn, people. <laughs> so if you want to play the uh, dues payer drinking game, I don't recommend it. Oh, Jesus. Because you'll be, you know, you'll get alcohol poisoning. Yesterday within... was the 4th of July. I need to relax a little bit, please. <laughs> but he's just screaming dues payer over and over again. And this is the third time I'm, I've watched this now at this point. And it's just like in my head. Yeah, I I just call anybody that cuts me off in traffic dues payer. <laughs> dues payer. I, I love it. It's so fucking fun. I call people who cut me off in Newport, but if you call <laughs> yeah, them a dues payer, that's yeah. fine too. I mean, it sounds vaguely anti-Semitic, doesn't it? it? Does yeah. yeah. It's like money lender. Sure. I, I think I, I think that's where he's going with this, and he won't stop saying it. You know, I've I've got several issues with Shuli, and now I got a new one. 
Yeah. He's wearing a fucking steel toe hoodie. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Why are you yeah. repping those guys? In my dream world, it's Chad and John team up to do a show. Yeah. And then Carl and Melton team up to fucking mm. eviscerate steel toe. I Just like fucking it. make him go back to whatever he was doing before he did radio. Drive him out of the business. <laughs> and I, I, I actually on uh, Would You Kindly, she never responded, probably because nobody ever listened to it. But on Would You Kindly, I offered to take in April as a sister wife. Mm. Mary Beth agreed to it. I said, April, come on over to New Jersey, a real state, not this Minnesota shit. Live with us. You can experience what it, what it's like to be with somebody who can who can go on and be entertaining. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I like Carl's. Like Carl's not committing to anything. No, I, I was gonna say, I, listen, I'm not sitting here. I'll send her the clip. If, if you could find the clip of that, I'll send it over to April, and uh, we'll see if we can get something rolling here. All right, I would love to. Yeah, <laughs> All right. people give her a hard time because of the Mega Mind thing, but I don't know. I think she's cute. She's very cute, <laughs> for sure, and she seems like burdened by Steel Toe. I feel she's Who burdened by, by his, his very presence, his it's, existence. It's a burden to listen to. It's a burden to be yeah. on it. It's a burden to like enter into that world where you're just, hey, we just, our family, we live in this house. Like now, every day we go downstairs and get thousands of people pissed at us yeah. who send us death threats <laughs> and have the police called to our house. Like, why are we doing this? Yeah. <laughs> this is terrible. Okay. So, honestly, a lot of my clips <laughs> from terrible. this are. Um, Ch- Chad kind of being like cute from the back seat. Yeah, and a lot of that is going on in this, and I think a lot of people were so focused on uh, John and Shuli that Ch- Chad kind of is an afterthought. But not yet. Right now, this is Shuli joining the show and John losing his shit. Yeah, in the weirdest way possible. I don't know where in his brain he thought this was going to go over mm. as like some big own of Shuli, but n- no one gets it at all, okay. including John. Shuli at the Kabashri! Shuli at the Kabashri! Shuli, eres, eres mi pera! Shuli, eres mi pera! It's like, you can see him looking down. This is an example of John wanting everyone to think he's intelligent. Yeah. He can't even remember Shuli is my dog in two different languages. <laughs> okay. So he has to have his crib notes right there. And you're yeah. right, Andy. Like, I noticed that too. He, like, he looks down. Yeah. Like, if you're going to insult someone and you're going to go at them, you can't be referring to fucking a cheat sheet. Yeah. I thought he was like, trilingual. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he wasn't fooling yeah. me. Yeah. Turns out he has no idea what he's talking about. And so like, in this one, Shuli starts. How long has he been thinking about this day when he finally gets to talk to Shuli again? Yeah. He's been practicing. He, he admits he was practicing this. He, right. He's practicing his Hebrew oh, to yeah. do this. Do you that, have that? Yep. Clip okay. three. That's <laughs> fucking insane. Are you speaking Spanish? First Hebrew and then Spanish. Wow. You're really smart. <laughs> John's the smart one here. Yeah, <laughs> He's right. the smart one in this equation. Yeah, yeah I mean, duh. You couldn't tell that was a perfect Hebrew accent? No. Yeah. And, and this is why, like I said, that I, I don't think that John pwned Shuli because this shit is lame. It's lame. Later on, again, he refers to him as the deuce. And look, I don't think Shuli did a great job either fighting back with John. Yeah. But but he really, the only thing that made me laugh was when John was going on and on and yelling. And then Shuli started yelling back at him. And he's like, I run this show. This is my show. And he's just like <laughs> doing the wrestling shit. Yeah. I have to admit, it made me laugh. You know, right. yeah, there's some good moments. And where like John that. just comes off as totally fucking unhinged, and 
and well, drunk. John's, I don't know if he is or not. John's oh. strategy here, and this is a tried and true formula. He's probably seen Howard do it a hundred times. Is you win by shouting over the other person. Oh, right. Especially in radio. Yeah, especially yeah. in radio. You could pot the caller down and yell and yell and yell, and they don't mm-hmm. get any words in. And then you just go, see? Yeah. This guy's yeah. got nothing. Right. Give him a chance. I think I, I think it's an old meme or something. It was like uh, yelling the next best thing to being right. It's like <laughs> yeah, right. of arguing. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, that was a strategy. So uh, here, uh, Shuli starts ex- trying to explain to John that there's more things to speaking a foreign language than just screaming something written phonetically on an Arby's napkin. (laughs) I looked it up. I practiced it. (laughs) I practiced speaking a language I've never spoken before. It's so pathetic. This is a guy. Now, Shuli was born in Israel. His parents speak the native tongue. So he goes, well, your accent's terrible. I I can't make out what the fuck you're saying right there. It's not working. Plus, yeah. he's all blown out and overmodulated. Well, there's and, that too. It doesn't help. Spitting and stammering and right. stuttering. <laughs> and like, I just don't understand. Like, if I'm arguing with Shuli and I want to be like, Shuli, you're my bitch, that's what I'm going to say. Right. I'm not going to like look it up and then like, I don't understand the benefit to say, like, does he think that? Hebrew people and Spanish people are also watching and wouldn't be able to understand otherwise. <laughs> exactly. Like, like, what is the point of that? What's the fucking point of this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, you can tell though like he truly hates Shuli. Yes. He truly oh, hates yeah. Anthony. You could you could yeah. hear you could see it in his he likes insane me. face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he he doesn't get this worked up over you. Right. So that's how you could tell that, you know, he's just I mean they're never going to get along. But here comes the old uh Coors Light doesn't get you drunk argument in clip 5. <laughs> John, John, why are you so drunk on a Saturday afternoon? It's so early. I've had three beers. Drunk. (laughs) I really just wanted to freeze it there where he's holding up all the fucking empties that he's had. (laughs) Nobody else on the stream is drinking. No one. Just John drinking multiple Coors Lights. It's it's Saturday, Andy. Give him a break. <laughs> it's the 4th of July. <laughs> Give him a, yeah, it's a holiday weekend. Give him a break on this one. All right. I, so, I will say I watched this on the Uncle Rico show this past weekend. And uh, if you want to check that out, that's on the Shuli Network. And Chad is sneakily funny on this. That, this is where I'm going yes. with this right now. I was, I was actually Glad giving him props. That. I'm like, he's actually doing this the right way. Right. Just making little faces and shit. Yeah, because we've, we've already had a few clips where uh, Shuli keeps calling John his buddy and his pal. Yes. And John is freaking out about it. And uh, watch Chad here. This is where Chad kind of realizes that he's just like lost control of his own show. Yeah, which is fine. <laughs> yeah, right. You're so angry about pal. I brought you out of your shell. You should be th- not my pal! Get out of my pal! Chad, Chad's like, yeah. uh, what am I supposed to do from here? Yeah, I mean, it really turned into the whole South Park debate about I'm not your friend, buddy. Yeah, I'm not yeah. your buddy guy. Or you're not my pal, buddy. It's so insane. What I took from this argument, and like I, I saw other people having this conversation, um, I got the feeling that Shuli was going to come in. He's like, I'm not going to fucking engage in the wrestling stuff with mm-hmm. John. And I'm right. going to take the high road. And also, it, it appeared to me at times he was toying with him, like in moments oh. like this, yeah, like there's... saying the buddy pal shit. Like he mm-hmm. knows it's making him mad, so he just keeps saying it yeah, and, I... and being low-key about it. Pretty much the rest of my clips are that Shuli just 
finds that sore You don't spot. win by being as it's crazy like, as John. Oh, no. Yeah. You win by yeah. being much less crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so there's there's a few more examples of that. So right here, this is where Chad um, is do, basically doing the Bugs Bunny uh, Ain't I a Stinker. Mm-hmm. Why you just like, <laughs> why, watch Chad in this clip. I'm sorry if you're only listening, but uh, clip seven, this is a visual gag. Don't. Buddy, buddy, listen. Buddy, Pow. I'm not your buddy. Pow. Don't think that I'm your buddy. John. I want to beat you. I want to beat the fuck out of you in a boxing ring. Now tell me, are you, you gonna do it? Me? You want a piece of me? Yes, in in the ring. Yeah, Chad yeah. just becomes the spectator. That's point. what I was doing when I was yeah. watching it. I was Get like, your microphone out of the way. And just let them go right now. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's so funny because yesterday I was uh, at a a family cookout with uh, people that are still Stern Show listeners. Okay, and I was so glad that they were there because I was like, do you, you guys have no idea what's going on with? John and Shuley, right? And I was just glad that they even know, because I can't talk to right. a lot of people. They were like, Shuley who? But um, I was just, I went on and on for like 10 minutes straight, describing everything that we're talking about right now. You know what's like, so sad about that is that the Stern Show staffers, I know for a fact, are following all of this. Yeah. They love it. And if Howard would just address it, when Cardiff called in and brought up Stuttering John, mm-hmm. took his girlfriend to the Dodgers game, still... Not the best introduction to the devil verse he could have gone with, but I props to Cardiff for getting on. And Howard immediately shut the conversation down, hung up on Cardiff, and then they, they cut it out of the replays. Oh, really? Yeah. So Howard has made it a point to not bring up Stuttering John or any of this stuff. And maybe it's because, obviously, Howard's above it, for sure. Maybe it's because of the lawsuit. He doesn't want to give him any airtime whatsoever. But I swear to God, this is so fucking interesting. Yeah. This is better than anything the Whack Pack is currently doing. If that he was bringing these clips like he used to bring with Eric the Midget when he had his own podcast or even High Pitch Eric was trying to do a show with Joey Boots and stuff, like this is yeah. fascinating. Oh, yeah. I, I, I wonder what that was like for the people that work for the show when they're they're just like listening to the show and then suddenly Cardiff Electric is on the line. Yeah. You're like, whoa, worlds are colliding over here. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of guys in the back office. And I swear to God, if Howard had entertained it for a second, I bet someone would have popped on like yeah what he's talking about is because they know Mm. they know this shit very well (laughs) a lot of them keep in touch with shuli and are into it yeah okay clip eight this is uh okay this is that potato bar bit but this is where chad realizes that he doesn't even need to be here like he just takes himself (laughs) off of the show smart yeah it's not even worth the money where your mouth is dues pay ya Whose money? The twenty dollars that you asked Opie for today? Is that? Is that... The, oh, that's oh, you're so, f- dude. You suck as a comic. Put the money where your mouth is. Do you come think, to the ring. Do you think, call... as a comic, in all honesty, do you think as a comic, I'll ever get a chance to play that potato bar that you played, like for the weekend? Not just. Not are just you the really? Are you really? Are you really gonna goof on the places that I go to work out material? Are I you mean, it's really? A, it's getting... a potato bar. Yeah, so Chad's just like, oh, see you. Yeah, really it's it's a barbecue right restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> that's the punchline. Did you not pull that part? Uh, yeah, it, oh, I mean, that's the funny thing. It was a barbecue restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is a potato bar. All you can eat yeah. potato bar, but it was a barbecue restaurant. I wanted to I let see. them know about that. But what's so annoying about that, because, again, people recorded John's set there. He wasn't working out material. No. It's the same act it's been for 20 years. He started taking questions from the audience at the end. Oh, he was uh, he was annoyed by that. Yeah. <laughs> he did not want to do that. But yeah. yeah, so the fact that he's acting like he's working on material in Idaho at some place that had no cover charge. 
is a, a lie. Yeah. So this last one. Oh, actually, I have two more. And this is so Chad has gone off of his own show here, but he decides that he needs to <laughs> pop back in for maybe like the world's most embarrassing correction. Like they, they start talking about the number of people that were in the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shuli and Chad did a show down in Florida. Yeah. Not too long ago. Have you ever have you ever headlined the Reno Laugh Factory? Have you ever headlined the Tahoe Improv? Have you ever headlined the Vegas Improv? Have you ever fucking headlined the Vegas Laugh Factory? Have you, dues pay you? Name a couple more, because I think we're getting close. You That's a good line. I'm sorry. Yeah, That's a good line. Yeah, yeah. You did side splitters and got 27 people there. 27 uh, paid tickets, and 20 of them were, were going to see Chad. 28. You know, 28 no. people. I actually, we broke <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, it's moments like this that I'm reminded of a quote. That, that It's like, yes, we're all united in our hatred of Shuli. But let's not forget who the real enemy is. Yeah. That, that was Carl. Carl texted me that. Yeah. <laughs> Who's quote is that? But no, like you watch this, and I'm and again, I apologize, Shuli's anonymous, but Shuli comes off as far more likable than John oh. does. Oh yeah, you know, John's just screaming the same shit, and then Shuli had that. Uh, that was a good line. They're like, keep going, you know. Oh, like, yeah, I'm sure right. hit one. That um, that reminds me of. And this makes me angry. It makes me angry that I have to sit here and give (laughs) Shuli credit for anything. (laughs) But I got (laughs) to. Yeah. Dan Harmon has a a writer friend from like Rick and Morty and um, named Rob Schraub. And that is kind of a a Schraub. People actually call it Schraubing when people start listing things off like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) Name uh, five more. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And Schraub used to do that all the time. And it was always funny. But uh, last one, clip 10. This is uh, Carl. Carl gets a shout out here. Oh, good. Because you don't, you don't have an education. You're you a dumb fuck. You went to college? Yes, I did, and I have a four year degree from NYU. Oh, you're a, you're a horrible advertisement for somebody. Oh yeah, college. yeah. Okay. Oh, what a funny line, dues payer. Okay. Let me tell you something. I have an education. You don't. You're not smart. You don't have an original idea in that empty head of yours, and you right. stole fucking Carl's idea. And if I was Carl, I would never talk to you again. And he never did. <laughs> yeah. I, like, that, if he were you, he would never talk to him again? Like, why is he talking to yeah, him? Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, she always been nothing but nice to me. I don't know why. Right. <laughs> you're talking to him right now. Uh, uh, but uh, that was also a good line. You got to give it to him, Brian, where he says, you're a horrible advertisement yeah. for higher education. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, Shuli got some decent zingers in there by not freaking out. And, and like, if John said, like you said, the word, the, the dues pair thing, if he said it once, he said it a hundred times. Yeah. You bald, dumb fuck. He said it a hundred times. Like, he just sort of repeats, like, he keeps them cycling four to five insults. It is funny that he's calling out. Until he tires himself out. He's calling out Shuli for his hair. Yeah. And then as soon as someone's like, Chad, your hair looks terrible. He's like, I'm growing it out. Yeah. I'm having a I'm midlife like crisis. Yeah. Yeah. I, it looks good on my Harley. I just watched all the John Wicks. I'm trying to look like John Wick over here. So now this seems like uh, a year ago. But just last week, I was on Mr. Love's Company and talking to Stuttering John. And yeah, see, that's like you're like, did you clip the barbecue restaurant thing? I was like, I've watched that five times already. I, yeah. I, I, in my head, I'm like, we already covered that. Didn't no, we? we haven't covered we haven't any, covered of, this any shit, of this. But I know it's just everywhere. So I know I get it. I understand. <laughs> I totally understand. This is after I left. 
I, mean, I have some clips from after I left. And so John is patting himself on the back for the performance that he had on yeah. Misery Loves Company. Because, again, this was his first time. This was only a week and a day ago. This is his first time back on the internet. Mm. Now I feel like... He is the internet. Oh yeah, <laughs> but this was, this <laughs> was the first time. My my wife couldn't give two shits about any of this stuff ninety nine percent of the time. But when you and John were on MLC, even she sat down and watched it. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah my my wife never watched MLC. She was glued to it upstairs. Right, yeah. I heard her laughing out loud <laughs> as I was out here podcasting. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was a big event. And let's see what John thought about it. I think he's pretty proud of himself. Yeah, yeah but you got did a good job. Don't worry, you just sit back. I'll handle this. No, I mean, I'm not going to fucking get in the middle of you and Carl. I, that's what I wanted. So why would I fucking break it up? Kevin, did I deliver or did I deliver? You delivered, yeah. I just wanted to get a good hour out of you, and I, I got more than that, so I'm happy. Yeah. Plus, like an idiot, I paid him up front. Like Carl said exactly <laughs> what not to do. Carl said, don't do it, but I did it anyway. I took a chance. Sometimes you got to take a chance in life. Yeah. I'm learning, Kevin. Thank you. Back in the box. Stutter John, it was recently real. One of your biggest critics, Steel Toe, cannot adequately please his wife to completion. Do you have any advice or recommend techniques for Steel Toe in the bedroom? Yeah. He's pussy. Yeah. He probably does. (laughs) Okay. It was the best. That's another advantage to April joining my marriage. Now she has two people who can please her instead of zero. (laughs) Take that, Steel Toe. And you now, and your coffee. And now Mary Beth just became my favorite review girl. Sorry. Yeah, there you go. Sorry, Annie. <laughs> um, all right. John was very happy with his performance, patting himself on the back afterwards. And now we got to talk about the fact that I'm a Piazza. <laughs> because this is what we were talking about on the show. Oh, Junk Shark. One, one person said, we, don't, we didn't get to it yet, but one person says they like that you still drink a beer with your pinky. Uh, pinky finger. I know. I, I know. It's fucking ridiculous. And then, but you think Carl's a piazza? I I just think he has a little effeminate thing to him. That's all. I'm not saying he's gay. I just think he's like he has, he's a little feminine. John, you can't contend that they closed the dorms but still allowed people to attend class in person. There was no comedian because everything was fully remote. You're not bright enough to lie. Now, what they're talking about there? He's reading a super chat, but. The article about his daughter who was facing homelessness, and I took him to task on this on the show, I said, how could she be facing homelessness when she has a mother and father who love her? She could always go stay with you or her mom if worse comes to worse. And he goes, you don't understand, Carl. You see Santa Barbara is a two and a half hour commute from where I live. So this person's pointing out if they close the dorms, that means it was all remote learning. She didn't need to be anywhere near the school. To continue to go to school during the, the lockdown, during the pandemic. You didn't want to, you know, they, most kids, I have, you know, an ex-girlfriend of mine, her kid stayed in Santa Barbara, too. He, This guy's an idiot. He doesn't know what he's talking about. AO1012, AO1012 is an idiot? Yeah, because. She <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He's not even a real person. He's not even, it's just a number. Letters <laughs> and a number. <laughs> John's like, yeah, I never liked 1012. What the fuck is this, the Matrix? <laughs> Worst tag ever. <laughs> what the fuck was that tag? Is this the Matrix? 1012 is the Matrix? What do you mean? What do you think that means? It's fucking lunatic. Fucking moron. I like how now just not liking your options means that security and your, your house, mm-hmm. you have nowhere to live. Right. If she wasn't lying, she was exaggerating quite a bit. Right. I guess is the point we're all trying to make. <laughs> the thing about John, too, is like, 
he's it doesn't matter what anybody brings up in the chat or in the pod or whatever he's never ever wrong right every like everybody else is a fucking idiot anybody else who brings up a point is wrong it's like john is constantly right like the this chatter brought up a good point yeah. it's like if it's remote then what's the problem and he's like oh, fuck, you don't know what the fuck he's fucking talking about <laughs> yeah, because his whole thing his whole thing was <laughs> they closed the dorms down and ten thousand students all had to find housing and that's why it was difficult for so even if it's not that you go back and live with your dad you don't have to be at Santa Barbara. You can go find a home somewhere else. I'd that, rather die yeah, than right. live with my dad. That, is, that was the whole point. Although I will <laughs> say, though, I got to give him credit, Brian. For some reason, John admitted that he overreacted to the Dabbler comment. He did take responsibility uh, for that one. And he gave ROTC credit, which I was shocked by. <laughs> Still shocked by that. All right, just a couple more here, and then we'll move on. So this is what I'm talking about, where John went off on Bob Levy on Thursday. This is Tuesday, two days before that. And they're like best buds and and John's workshopping potential shows they could do together for some reason. Bob, we should do shows again together. It was fun, admit it. It was it's always fun. Everything's fun, John. And that's the whole thing. It's like, you know, you like, you know, you should have you know, I, I do believe you have Julian, you'll have a normal talk. And I, I think it's a good thing. I really think it's a good thing. I'm not trying to set you up because I would have I could have came in here like a fucking oh, hey, idiot. Hey Bob, I gotta be honest with you. I don't mm-hmm. even know. I hate saying that because it means man. Tom Chu Sally used to go, Don't say you gotta be honest, it means you're not honest, but it's just the saying, mm-hmm. you know. It's like you know what I mean. You and I say <laughs> Uh, you know what I mean a lot. It's just it's not the same. I gotta be honest with you, is definitely something a compulsive liar says because they lie all the time. Opie does it all the time, right? Yeah. Does, yeah, he's another he's one like, of those honestly. guys. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. These people who have everything to hide are the ones who are just like, all right, be honest with me on this one. Tell me the truth right. this time. Like, no, I'm, I'm gonna tell you the truth because <laughs> I don't have a lot going on. <laughs> I wish I had a lot more to lie about. I'm just not that interesting. It's, this is another thing. Where John has another beef with Bob, but he's so bad at broadcasting, he forgets what it is. So he brings it up, and you can tell he's got like the energy for it. And he's just like, "But I don't know. I guess, I guess I'm not ready for that just yet." He does remember it though. Eventually, don't worry. For something like now, uh, uh, is Bob, he in a wheelchair? Beef, right? What? I have another beef for you guys. Okay. <laughs> But I just forgot. Hold on a second. It'll, it'll All right, put up another super chat until then. Tilden, Tilden, ten dollars. John, you're you're actually entertaining when you're not regurgitating CNN. Keep smashing, Carla. Oh, here's my piece. Mm-hmm. And Kevin, you tell me if this is cool or not. Mm-hmm. You guys sent some guy to the pub, and no, and he videoed. No, no. Okay, well, this guy no. videotaped me after the Giants lost. And I was pissed off. And then you had a guy parked behind me. So I never. John, John, somebody did that. <laughs> we know ne- we never say to do but anything. But the guy taped it. Did you or did you not play it? Yeah, we did play it. Yeah. You think that's cool? This is <laughs> hypocrisy police. This is I have to point this out. John loves talking about the video from Anthony Kumi's living room that was shot by his girlfriend while they were fighting one night. That has no bit. No one has any business to that video. John has played it on his show for Richard Ojeda. He's played it multiple times on his show. He loves to bring it up to this day. He still brings that shit up. But he's mad that somebody filmed him 
freaking out at Pickwick Pub after the Giants lost. And he's like, you can't show that. He's like, well, you're at least in a public place. I, I agree. You should. I didn't show that on my show, but you're in a public place at least. And he, yeah. he, he had no problem with that, doing that to Anthony yeah. for whatever reason. Go figure. I think he's a hypocrite. <laughs> I'm starting to think he's a I'm hypocrite. Think that, I'm starting to think this guy who's calling everyone a hypocrite <laughs> is actually the hypocrite. I'd like to also. I'd like to announce that uh, I, I want to box Bob Levy too. Hmm. Oh. I've been thinking about it. Really? I, he, yeah, because think about it. Like he made it so I couldn't go on MLC. I never got true. MLC famous because of him. That's <laughs> so true. You're right. I would like to see him in the ring. No street fights, Bob. I'm too old. I don't need to street fight. I want like big boxing gloves, like real, like cartoonish ones. Yeah. And uh, gym stance only. Like this yeah. kind of shit, yeah. you know? That's fine. Those are my rules, Bob. I want you. I'm coming for you. <laughs> you know what would be even better? I don't know why no one suggested this. No one suggested this yet, but you know those big blow up sumo things? Yeah, yeah. You could buy these yeah. kind of like run into each other and bounce around and you know no one will get hurt. You can still get your, I thought your John rage was out. wearing one of them. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to order the one shape for me. Of his life, that guy. I'm good. <laughs> I got it. Um I want to bring someone on. A guy, Dylan from somewhere, because he's doing these new videos right now, and he's got to be pretty upset with what's going on. Uh, Hello, Dylan, Carl. Welcome to the show, buddy. Dylan from somewhere. Thank you for having me. We've been having fun over on my channel. We've got co-host auditions Monday through Wednesday, 11 a.m., but that's not what you're here to talk to me about. Well, listen, the the problem is is that you and Stuttering John have teamed up to do a show about Shuli. Now, John hasn't been able to make it on the show yet. Yeah, so far, 0 for 2. We're working okay. it out, hoping to have him on one of these days. Okay. But what's he busy doing? <laughs> what's he busy doing that he can't make? He's not on Chad's show. He's not on Dylan's show. What's he busy doing? Yeah, John, <laughs> I guess there's substitute teacher stuff. There, the summer the school, summer? maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah, lots of stuff going on. In the I think it was a time gone. zone thing was the first time he missed it. Oh, you know, know time zones can time be tricky. Zones. Yeah, the second time, not the time zone. It was my fault. I set it up front. We got the time zone right. I didn't tell him what day. Like, yeah. Like a silly bastard. So there's a lot of silly things that could happen when you're trying to team up with. Uh, I think John Sancho. is like, I, I saw Artie do this a couple of times. I'm going to try not showing up to my podcast appointment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seemed to work for him. He's making $900,000 <laughs> yeah, right. a year. Not even showing up to shit. So why not? Should, should I should I reveal my salary at Compound when it was? Oh, my gosh. I'd love for you to. Yes. Yeah, because Artie would be jealous. Okay. Yeah, I made more. Really? <laughs> Let's hear it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, actually, the the, the pay was pretty decent, but um, E Rock instituted this new thing retroactively, where he was going to institute like a cash casting couch, and he wanted me on it. And I, I said no, so I quit. And I'm not saying anything, but I am saying that Steel Toe just did a show recently. That's true. Yes. <laughs> Erock, the oh. casting couch thing, you, you can't do it after the fact. Once the person's got the job, it's you, you yeah, missed your opportunity. Years, and he still tried to get it from me right afterwards. <laughs> no. I'm no steel toe. Good for you. It Brian. was nice to hear that uh, you once want to box Levy. I don't know if you saw episode two. I pitched the undercard oh. for the Stuttering John versus oh, yeah? Julie boxing match. Uh, Keemstar made the model of I have that, um, I have that right here. boxing. And, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, have... I, I threw together a different match for Bob Levy on the undercard, but we could get Bry up on there. Mm. All right, yeah, let's let's take a look at this. Match. This is an example of what uh, Dylan from somewhere is up to, and unfortunately, I'm a little bit worried that Suttering John's news show is going to steal your thunder here. 
Dylan. Yeah, I'm worried too. It yeah. appears that he might be doing the same concept without me. Please come yeah. over here, John. And it seems he wants to do three hours at a time. I will insist. Well, John is John. He'll do what he wants. But 60 to 90 minutes, please, John. All right. All right. So let's see. Let's see this pitch for uh, how we can get this match actually done. On the scene, he has made three podcast appearances three hours apiece, and in no way, shape, or form did he overexpose himself each individual time. John, he has a plan. He is looking to make some money with this whole Shuley feud. He laid down the challenge for a boxing match with every single person in the Shuley network. And John, as your advisor, please do not face a fresh man every single round. Just go with the money match main event of you versus Shuli, and we will go by the Keemstar model. Keemstar's low cow boxing with Wings versus Boogie was an amazing success, and we can look at that to be inspired to do that. But where? Where would we have such a contest? I think there is only one place that could house Shuli versus John in a boxing match, and that is DabbleCon 2024. <laughs> oh, the big announcement's happening right now. <laughs> this, I, saw this. I do have uh, the warning at the bottom. Card subject to change or possibly never exist at all. So <laughs> hopefully it doesn't come to that. And this is too big for two days. 23 was two days. 2024 must be three days because there is just way too much going on. Day one, there will be a stand-up showcase, and the isotopes isotopes will perform. Day two. All right, so day one's not great, but, guys, it gets better. <laughs> All right, yeah, come we, in we've to got town so whenever many you want. Too. Yeah, right. There will be so many live podcasts. We've got so many dabblers with podcasts. We've got the pillars of the Dabbleverse. No matter how much the Shuli pillar is crumbling, as long as it's still standing, he can come and do his podcast, but he will not be standing after this fight. A boxing match main event of stuttering John Melendez versus Shuli Egar in 27 three-minute boxing rounds. I've got John taking it in nine rounds. I cannot wait, but that is not all. We have an amazing undercard for you as well. In a Taipei death match, Casey Armstrong will take on Patrick Melton. Now, for those of you unfamiliar <laughs> with a Taipei death match, we will take both of the competitors' fists. They will be taped. They will be dipped in glue. Then they will be put into broken glass. Folks, this match will not be long, but it will be brutal as Casey Armstrong looks to shut up the onion once and for all. <laughs> What's your prediction on that one, Dylan? Who's going to win that match? Oh, I think Melton really needs to train to uh, overcome Casey. Casey is very angry. Um, everyone who heard Casey go off at uh, Melton's uh, critiques of his show know Casey is looking for revenge. Well, You don't even have to watch that, dude, because I saw that. Casey was on a regular podcast just talking to somebody about something normal. He's seething. His face looks so angry. Like, like you're right. He's he's incredibly angry for no reason. Even when he's just talking normally, he's like, yeah. I had one co-host like, audition with Casey. I don't think I'll have a second one. He is doesn't appear to be in the best mentally stable place. He do, he do, he doesn't like the good natured ribbing. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not a fan of that. I think I got to give it to Melton, and I'll tell you why. Because there's going to be some bleeding involved in this matchup, and Melton's got way more blood. He might sign some autographs after. Yes. All right. Let's uh, let's check out a little bit more of this. Get people pumped up for it. 
in a special wager match. El Horrible takes on Kevin Dumbfuck, mask versus penis. If the teenage luchador loses the match, he will unmask. If Kevin Dumbfuck does not come out victorious, his P-maker, the thing that made all the problems for him, will be cut off with gardening shears in front of the entire audience. Major stakes in this match. I don't know who to root for in this one. <laughs> can, we, can both of those things happen, please? We're still trying to get the permits for the penis cut off. The mask can happen. We're working out the finalizations on the uh, permits for the uh, um, wiener getting good, cut off. Good luck, good luck with that. I would call uh, Lorraine Bobbitt. Is that her name? Lorraine, I believe so. Lorraine, Lorraine, uh, Lorraine. Lorraine Bobbitt. I was close. I was very close. Now, uh, Dylan, yes, I, uh, I have to say, I would have thought that you would have Kevin Dumbfuck versus Obnoxious John because wasn't it Obnoxious John's suitcase that Kevin pissed into? It was his suitcase. And I believe Obnoxious John's anger at the Shuley Network supersedes that. I believe okay. El Horrible has been seething more at Kevin Dumbfuck for other reasons. And while Obnoxious John would be a great opponent for him, I believe that Obnoxious John wants to take it to the Shuley Network All themselves. Right. You seem to know more about this than I do. You're so I'll, the expert. Yeah, right. You got it. All right. I, I want to play this. I am the odds maker, yes, sir. I want to play this, uh, this fourth matchup because I thought this one... This sounds promising to me. I would definitely want to see this match. This next one I am really looking forward to, though. We have a steel fence sitting match. The ring will be (laughs) surrounded by a steel fence. Bob Levy versus Hal Sparks. Each man will attempt to push his opponent off of the fence onto one side or the other till there is only one man left straddling the fence. This one is to embarrass your opponent, your brother's tuxedo match. Okay, <laughs> but I like the fence-setting match. I think it's very good. So this is the Stuttering John Shuley Detractor Show. Where can people find that, Dylan? The Stuttering John Shuley Detractor Show is on the Dylan from Somewhere channel. I am broadcasting throughout the summer, Sunday through Thursday. There will be something up uh, most of the time, 11 a.m. Eastern. And uh, I w- this was a publicity stunt. I didn't expect John to be around. I've been workshopping it. A 60-minute truly detractor show felt uh, too mean-spirited, and it was reworked into this. And there is a fun segment in the in the end. Where in the TikTok is Balin? We try to prove that uh, producer Joe is not a lazy person who just looks at other people's show, looks over their shoulder, and just does what they do. Uh, you can't escape. It's basically the Balin <laughs> network over on TikTok. Yeah. So. The final segment of every uh, Shuley Detractor show is where in the TikTok is Balin, and we've uh, kept track uh, so far over two uh, on on that. Well, We're going to keep it going. I have to say that by pointing out that other people are ripping me off, you're just ripping me off. Everyone's ripping me off here, Robin. They're all ripping me off. <laughs> I've been looking for an excuse to show my for you page from TikTok. It's absolute madness. All right. Well, <laughs> so I'm I am stealing from you. Like my co-host auditions is ripping off, uh, like a variation of who are these podcasts? And yeah, I'm ripping off who are these socials? I'm aiming for the creep show next. That's my next <laughs> ripoff of Carl's network. Why am I Why am I promoting this guy? Uh, Cardiff Electric <laughs> wants to know what's on your shirt there, sir. What does this uh, say? Cardiff Electric uh, <laughs> potatoes. I just think they're neat. This is oh. a great shirt that doubles both as a Simpsons shirt and a Cardiff shirt. Ah. What do you think about that, Cardiff Electric? If that Yo. Is, if that is your real Uh-oh. name. Let's see if I can get him. 
See if I can get him on here. Yes, I don't appreciate the bootleg merch, but thank you for your support. <laughs> oh, you're going to have to take it up with T Public. They are uh, pulling a lot of strings over there. Uh, I, I've got several Simpsons and a Death by Snoo Snoo shirt from them. I'm not sure how legal it is. Yes, but but also I was interestingly uh, left off of a Dabblecon 2024. Good point. Who who do I get to fight? Um, was that uh, you and uh, on Reddit that was requesting a match with Vinny, or was that corn a Cardiff? Def. It's uh, got to be Corn Def. That's the only <laughs> no, I'll fight we need. I'll fight Vinny. I'll fight <laughs> Vinny. Oh, we do need a vegetable battle royal. How many vegetables do we have? We've got a potato. We've got corn. Who am I missing? Well, I, I know I'm missing there's someone. Another, there's another potato. There's Cordiff, but I think Cordiff's going to have his hands full in an earlier <laughs> yes. match. So. People keep calling me a fruit. Does that count? That's true. <laughs> it's in the garden. Yeah. Cardiff, right. uh, th- thank Cardiff, th- Cardiff, thank you for inviting me onto your show the other day. Yes, Thanks to Chad for inviting me on his show. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I almost came on, but that I'm enjoying it so much as a fan, as a viewer. I'm like, I don't want to, like, I, when I was on Comic Book Man, I had the chance to go on Breaking Bad, but I love the show so much, I didn't want to insert myself and get yes. distracted. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what this feels like at this point. I'm just as a viewer <laughs> and a fan, I love it so you hear much. That, Cardiff, you're you're you the Breaking Bad of podcasting. That's pretty <laughs> yeah. impressive. Yeah. I did enjoy. I did. I did enjoy seeing Brian in the chat. That was more than enough. So thank yeah. you. <laughs> thank you. But Brian comes on my show, so I don't know. I think he's lying to you. Yeah, your show sucks. <laughs> yeah, I think he's lying to you, Cardiff. Yeah. <laughs> this the creep off. It's all crap. But all the right. Cardiff Electric Show. <laughs> Dylan, good, good to talk to you, buddy. Thanks for coming on the show. A- absolutely. And uh, Yucko, I just want to say he sold the same exact show three different times. Absolutely amazing. You were talking about that earlier. Yeah. He is a hero of mine for selling the exact <laughs> same cartoon three different Backhanded times. Backhanded compliment. Was I right about what show he had on Comedy Central? Brickleberry. Oh, that's what it was. Brickleberry. I, thank yeah, you. I, right. I thought I was that wrong. That was the exact same show as Paradise PD and whatever the other one is. There. You're you're my hero. I can't believe you did that, Yucko. That is amazing. All right, Dylan, it's time to get some better heroes in life, my friend. That's just... I still say his better work was on the side of the highway in in uh, in Maryland. You don't remember when Yucko was running around no. gas stations with a target on him for the DC shooter? Oh, the DC shooter. I don't remember that. It's funny. It's Yuckle's a funny bit. Uh, yes. I, didn't, I didn't even have to tell everyone, guys. Let's give Cardiff nothing. It's just everyone knew that was <laughs> that was perfect. Thanks, guys. Worked out very well. The thing um, about this the... John Shuley War is like, on a personal level, like I said, as a viewer and a fan, I'm like, it's not about who I like more. It's about who I dislike less. Yes, <laughs> you know, that's what a lot like, of this universe to... is. I know. I've noticed yeah. that myself. Because <laughs> even as I was on uh, Uncle Rico and I mentioned this, mm-hmm. and we're watching that interview, and I'm like, Chaz being kind of funny right now, but mm-hmm. only compared to what John is doing. You know, you're just like, yeah, this yeah. guy's a lunatic, and Chaz is like <laughs> mugging a little bit, pretending to eat popcorn. I'm like, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. The thing about when when John was first on Chad's show too, like it was a little heartwarming because Chad looked genuinely happy. Yeah, he's like, I did something, I accomplished <laughs> something that like other like, especially Kevin Brennan. You know, he feels inferior to him, so like I did the same thing Kevin Brennan did, which yeah. I don't know, maybe it made him feel good or give him a little shot. I don't know if he, I don't know if he said, "Look at me, Daddy," but I know he was thinking it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me now, Dad. You said I couldn't do it. I'm did, talking to stuttering John. Didn't Kevin yep. show up on? Oh, yes, what? he did. Yeah. He did. Yeah, I yeah. played the whole thing on our bonus show. I should go back to that because the craziest thing happens. Kevin's on Mizzou's company sniping them, and then he gets the link. So then he goes on with 
Chad, Chad and, and Stuttering John, John yeah. but he's using his phone for that, and he's still yeah. on Misery Loves Company <laughs> while he's doing that. He's on both shows. It was incredible. What a, what Chad a time went on to be MLC alive. today. It's yeah. Brian was telling us that yeah. when we started like three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> what a time just, just, to be alive. It's really, really amazing. So I, I tease this, and I do want to bring it up, but I don't think I'm going to get to all the stories today because we've been we're running a little bit long. But uh, this guy, uh, Daniel Filato, who uh, is my new buddy. And like I said, he worked for Artie Lang for a long time. He's had a lot of run-ins with Stuttering John. And this is the guy that John calls out for enabling Artie. Okay. So when Artie was doing the Artie Lang podcast out of his house, and John would come over to his house, and Artie would show up an hour late to his own kitchen to do the show. Yeah. And he'd like lock himself in his bedroom, and then he'd show up, and his nose was bleeding and stuff. When I tell you, and I'm not going to go through all of it, but when I tell you what Daniel tried to do... And Colin Quinn and Bob Levy, Anthony Cumia, all these guys all tried to step in and help Artie and tried to get him help and did everything they can. But it yeah. gets to a point where you can't, the guy's he won't, an adult. He won't be helped. Yeah. He, you can't help the guy. He's, he's getting drugs delivered through the window and he's locking his door. So it's just like, <laughs> what are you going to do? You know, he, he tried everything he could. So it's kind of shitty that John acts like uh, Dan was an enabler when all he did was try to be a good friend and help him out. But. Here's the big story that I wanted to tell you guys. And I don't think anyone's going to be surprised by this. Suttering John went over and did a show with Artie. And Mm -hmm. John drank an entire case of beer. This is according Mm -hmm. to Dan Filato. Drank an entire case of beer. By the way, he said every time he did Artie's show, he drank an entire case of beer. And one of the times he wanted me to go out and buy him another case of beer. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. That's the breaking news. Great job, Carl. (laughs) I know. I know, right? Shocker, right? So apparently... They were. I think this was around the time that John's uh, kid was transitioning. They were talking about it, and no one was making more dick jokes than stuttering John Melendez. He was having a field day. He's got Artie laughing. He's laughing. So he felt all proud of himself. He's, he's calling out his kid. And afterwards, Daniel Filato, who's used to helping out celebrities and saving them from themselves, he goes up to me, he's like, do you want me to cut anything out of that episode or anything? And John's like, no, nah, it's great. That's nah, fine. You know, he's all drunk and he leaves. Dan didn't post the show. He was holding it. Gets the call from John once John sobers up. Dude, you got to take that down. You, got, you can't post that. Dan goes, no problem. I won't post it. So to this day, that's never seen the light of day on the internet. It, it exists somewhere on a hard drive, maybe two hard drives, but it's never seen the light of day. So the next time that John went over to Artie's show, he gave Dan a big hug. He goes, he goes, dude, friends for life. I can't thank you enough what you've done for me. Because that really would have fucked up his whole thing that John was doing at the time, obviously. <laughs> so but then, now it's out. Well, so then Tammy uh, Pescatelli and John go on Artie's show. And Artie lost his mind on that episode. It's the one we've all heard, hopefully. Because they're just like teasing him about stupid shit because John's friends with Larry the Cable Guy and Artie's laughing. He's like, oh, yeah, he's a great comic. Huh, John, really good. And <laughs> John's just not having it. So John escalates to try to kill yourself again. And Tammy's like, whoa, what's going on here? You know, yeah. John, John doesn't know how to be funny, so he just goes for the jugular and it's just not fun. And so John, after that appearance, reached out to De- Dan and said, hey, can you cut this out or that out? And for whatever reason, like, it just didn't happen. And so now John hates Dan. <laughs> it's like so Dan, yeah. Dan saved it from himself one time, couldn't do it the other time. Yeah. And now John's mad at him. Yeah. There's other stories about money lending and the LA Kodak Theater where John and Goons wanted to beat up audience members. There's so much I talked to for over an hour. There's so much shit. I'll save it for the next time. 
That's we'll do this awesome. in installments, I guess. But <laughs> uh, but Daniel, I give him a lot of credit. He's over in uh, London right now working on a big project. He's got a lot of connections. He's got a lot of great stories. He doesn't want to come on the podcast because he's not looking for more attention from John, which I'm like, okay, I get that. That actually kind of makes sense. So, um, And he even said, he goes, Carl, next time we talk, we got to talk about Scott the Engineer. So he's got some stories on that front, too, that I'm certainly looking forward to. All right. You well, know, I have been provided some audio that oh. is labeled the Lost Artie Lang episode with Stuttering John, which I will be covering tonight. I have not listened to it. Uh, I don't believe it's actually the lost episode. I was going to say I will still be covering it tonight in place of subredditor. I was going to say this could be the this could be the the, the Chad eye punching thing. Right, it's going to be that all yes. over again <laughs> because people have been requesting this from Dan, including Bob Levy. Is like, hey man, you got to find that original thing. And Dan's like, I have hundreds of hours of podcasts. I can't go through all of these to find this. I just don't have the time to do it. So maybe it'll be a Raiders of the Lost Ark kind of situation and someday <laughs> we'll we'll find it. We'll get a bunch of clues together and didn't didn't end well for your people. That one didn't. No. That no. one <laughs> that was the, a tearjerker at the end. <laughs> we did everything we could though. We worked as a team. That's proud of them. Mm-hmm. Um how did we go this entire episode without hitting this important music? <laughs> Yeah. Hit that because I have a song parody that came in from Mr. Magenta, Stutterers of Fire. I love it already. Oh, we love you, Stutter, you blithering fool. Oh, three cheers to Stutter, you sickly white ghoul. Oh, we love you, Stutter. Won't you come back soon? Oh, never change stature, you drunken buffoon. The way that you lie and twist, ignore whatever they say. And yes, John is woke, but still it's fine to call Carl gay. (laughs) The way that you lie and dodge, deflect whatever they are. John is done. At least he kicked the newspaper's ass. Oh, we love you, Joe. The way that you drool. Oh, three cheers to Joe. You pasty white ghoul. Oh, we love you, Joe. Won't you come back soon? Oh, never you fat drunk buffoon. Mr. Magenta is telling me this is hard, a hard time for the song parody people right now because things are changing so quickly. Yeah. So like you're you're working on a song, you got the lyrics down, maybe you're recording a little bit of demo or something, and then John's on this show and that show, and he says this and he says that. And actually, I should get to the tweets that he was putting out today because this is pretty insane as well. I'm trying to get away from starting job, but there's just too much. Hey, dudes, Paya, I'm starting my show tomorrow at 1. All I will be doing is destroying you with many special guests. I don't give a fuck if you use my content because that's all you got. I will show you how it's done. 
Still waiting for your response on my boxing challenge. And then he tags Chad Zubai for some reason. Now, <laughs> it's interesting that John's angle here is, I'm going to do a show about you. And if you want to talk about me, that's fine. That's all you got. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of what you're saying is all you got. But all right. I like it. I'm glad he's doing it. I want this to happen. When did this tweet which, go out? Which tomorrow? Today. Yeah. This, this, yeah. Well, there's been a few tomorrow. <laughs> I know. Tomorrow this I week. This one was from today, which is Wednesday, which means this is going to happen tomorrow, which is Thursday at one. one. Hmm. That's what he's saying. We'll see. Because like uh, you said, Brian, Chad was on MLC talking about this. and He didn't seem 100% sure it was going to happen. Wasn't looking good. Okay. Why? Why is like, I I don't know what decade stuttering John thinks it is, but like, why is the go to like, I want to box you like (laughs) guys our age? Who are out of shape? I know the answer to that. (laughs) I know the answer. John had such a huge payday. He talks about it in his book when he did the crazy cabbie fight. Because not only did he get paid for the fight, but then there was also action on it. And there there were bets that were being made. But he also sold his back to Golden Palace or whatever. So he got money for a sponsorship deal. So he just wants a payday. This is the whole thing. That's why when Bob's like, no, a street fight. He's like, no, 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 no. There's no money in street fighting. This well, when you were talking event. to him, he did mention a couple times. He did mention money a couple times. So that yeah. makes sense. And that was the thing that even Chad brought up when he said, well, why wouldn't we do a roast battle? And John and me was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, guess there's, I guess there's no sponsorship money in roast battles. There's no action you can yeah. take. No one would buy tickets. <laughs> a roast battle. But I got to show you the second tweet that Chad put out today because we're all scratching our heads over what this means. So John wrote, I'm in New Jersey. I have some business to take care of. Some people have been using them out a little too much, but my children. Stay tuned. I'm in New Jersey. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. What does this mean, Brian? What is he talking about? The second sentence, a lot of people would say it doesn't make sense. (laughs) So it's kind of hard to figure it out. I think John just loves putting out this cryptic shit and letting people... Draw yeah. their own conclusions. I just don't think he, he proofreads. Does, he does nothing. I don't think he proofreads he, his tweets. He he, no. he, he, he. This was an audio. This was a dictation. So uh, what? So using was losing. No. Hmm. Yeah, let me see. It, let me let me get let me put my John hat on and try and decipher this. <laughs> let me let me read it again. I think I messed up one of the words. It's hard to read when the words don't make sense. Some people right. have been using them out a little too much about my children. Using them out. That's not a. That's not a thing. No. Yet it will be soon. Maybe Even using Siri, them for Siri some reason was John. speaking. <laughs> like some people have been speaking out a little too much about my children. Yeah, that and, would be. And he's in New Jersey, which is where Bob Levy lives. So I'm sure there's a threat to Bob. Hmm. I'm sure. Uh, but it's so, so bizarre. I hope he doesn't cripple him. I need a boxing partner. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, I don't know, when, when John talks about it, like, John is crazy, and, and you do, I do believe that, like, he has enough anger in him. Like, I think he could take out Mike Morrison, Levy, I don't know about Shuley, but boxing three different guys, mm-hmm. like, they don't have to recover. So, but John does, and I think John's overestimating oh, definitely. How, the, the shape that he's in. Most well, definitely. Dylan even said yeah. that. It's like, dude, what are you thinking? Don't fresh a, don't fight a, uh, face a fresh opponent each round. You're insane to do yeah, that. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Make we're, also sense. Over, we're also overlooking the, the giant statement he made with you, Carl, that he's a better guitar player. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've yet to bring that up. And it's because I'm hoping that we do, we have a debate. I'm, I'm hoping we get another debate together. Him and I, because I, I want to challenge him on that guitar playing thing. Now, John might say, 
if I if I had a guess, because I know John pretty well at this point. He's had uh, some strokes and stuff. He doesn't have. I don't think he can feel the ends of his fingers. Hmm. Um, so I don't think he can play guitar like he used to be able to. So he'll probably say that in his heyday he was opening for Ted Nugent. And what have I ever done? And that proves he's a better guitarist. That, that'd be my guess. He, he did, Yo, bro. I'm playing afternoon shows in Rochester. What did you do? <laughs> no, no, we're up at the beach, buddy. We're at Charlotte Beach okay. on Saturday. Well, watch out. Right. If, if you noticed, if you noticed the promo for his new show, he did put himself uh, strumming the guitar. No, in the video is is that his? Because oh, yeah. all I saw was was uh, muttering Jay tweet that out. I didn't see it on his channel. Do we know that John had that created? I mean, I that's know, it that said sh- that it came from John. That said, shitty old video. Yeah, I've it. seen I that mean, video. Before, it might yeah. just be footage from that. I, anyone could have put that together, right? And some of the faces that John's making it makes me think that he had nothing to do with it. But <laughs> I don't know. Muttering Jay's dro- getting over on us. Muttering Jay's never lied. That's nope. true. That's true. But this would be a funny way to do it if he wanted to start. <laughs> I'd like it. Let's uh, talk about the Patty parody contest. I have one submission today. This one coming in from Stutcho's Fair Use Bologna Factory. And uh, this, is a, this is a fun one here that he also made a video for. My name is Jameis. Patrick. Chicka Chicka Patty Seacups. My name is Todd. My name is Crazy. Chicka Chicka Puke Water. Hi, kids. Do you like to party? Yeah. Record podcasts all day? Quit your job at Arby's? Uh-huh. Copy me and do an accent that's hackney. Delete all your shows and disappear like you're Carly? I couldn't <laughs> find success if I found it in a briefcase. At least I got two lips, unlike Chad Zumok's face. And Trey Peacock says, Patrick, please get a job. You make less money than a penis on Peapod. Well, I thought you should know my rap's got the flow. Like I record my music with shit I bought from Five, Five Below. Below. Well-produced podcast? <laughs> nah, I can't relate. I slap Carl so hard that his teeth are now straight. I'm not about to write shit down. I only riff. Only way to make you laugh is to push me off a Tony Hingecliff. Fuck me or fight me. Don't compare me to Mud Shark. At least I own the closet I hide in at the trailer park. Pretty goddamn good. Yeah, <laughs> great best, submission. Yeah, video element too. Good Stuck job. Stucho's Fair Use Baloney Factory. Very well done. And for the record, Stuttering John did tweet out that op- that's the opening for his new show, The Hypocrisy Police, with Chad Zumok. That really was John. That really was yes. John's okay, promo. I am so pumped for this. With Chad, this is. The show I've been wanting John to do forever. Like, fight back. Yeah. You're calling everyone out. Let's go. Let's do this. I, Andy, how? what did I do to deserve this? Yeah. I, I want to thank the Academy. I want to well, thank my agents. Yeah, I mean, it is too good to be true. It's too good to be how true. How long until these two ch- turn on each other? I know. I can't wait. <laughs> I give it one do episode. You <laughs> do you remember Chad not that long ago screaming that he will not become the next Stuttering John? Yes. Also, now he's a sidekick. <laughs> yeah. I also remember Chad screaming that he was going to get on the Stuttering John bandwagon and start going after Stuttering John. Mm-hmm. And then oh, I got go- the tweets from Levy. Oh, did he tweet it out well, too? Levy sent me the text message. No, he sent me the text message. That's hilarious. Because, yeah, yeah, Chad was all of a sudden, he's like, seeing everyone's doing this. He's like, I'm going to start doing this too. And I was like, John, this is why we're boys. I was never going to do that. Yeah. Liar. <laughs> you dumb liar. Yeah. All right. I want to bring in our review girl, Annie coming on to the show. Annie, what's happening? Hey, how's it going? It's going well, Annie. And the reason why I brought you on is because we have a, a very important segment to get to. I think you guys might know what this is. It's about catching aliens. Ooh. 
It's a game back show. Back to back, huh? It's, it's a, what, yeah. You're just adding adding more players to increase your chances. Yeah, yeah. I see. We've okay. been doing this for a while now. I mean, producer, mm-hmm. producer Chris isn't here, so someone's got to keep score because mm-hmm. I will never know what's happening here. But yeah, we got to uh, we got to catch an alien. Let's see what's going on here with everyone's favorite game show. It's time for everyone's favorite game show to catch an alien. Are you ready to play to catch? An alien? Andy? <laughs> I am, Andy. yes. <laughs> Maybe Brian? Maybe Brian. <laughs> um, use the code MSGS Media. But how do you... Let's take uh, Elon Musk or... Uh, Wait, did he even say the right letters there? Was that MSGS Media? <laughs> Hold on, I gotta hear that again. I don't know, you gotta go back. It was just, I just had to leave the awkward yeah. splice in there. Uh-oh. Um, use the code MSGS Media. But how do you? Let's take Elon Musk or uh, or me, for example. You you know if like I got I get obsessed with things and I go extreme, and I'll stay I'll stay up till five and get up at six for he'll tell you for three months if that's what it takes to figure it out. If it's a coding thing, if it's a podcast thing. I won an award. I opened up. This is a funny story. I'll tell you when you come in. But I opened up an engineering firm for a weird, for a funny reason. Actually, I knew nothing about it. <laughs> but I had hired the like retired guys that I knew that just didn't want to be around their wife all day anymore. Anyway, I won an award. But I had I had uh, gotten extreme with it, where I was going to win no matter what. And I always have a tough time. I'm sorry. I got to pause this. There's so much to unpack with this thing. First mm-hmm. off, no one goes into business to win an award. I always thought that was the dumbest thing. Like, all right, business person of the year. Like, who gives a shit? That's how I went into business to win a fucking award. This guy's like, yeah, I started an engineering firm and I was dead set on winning an award. How about growing your business? Why not get excited yeah. about that, Dobby? Do a good job. He's, he started an engineering firm for some of the same reasons I started a podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. I was bored. It looked fun. Everyone else is doing it. This guy is, and when he talks about how he gets obsessed about things, I'm guessing his cheekbones is one of those things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think there are a number of operations that have Obsessed with not crushing his hair down with his headphones. <laughs> I always have a tough time, personally, finding a balance between when I get my mind on something that I want to succeed in and then having time to do anything else. Like, I can't tell you the last, the last movie I watched was... What was the last movie Tommy watched? E.T. Here are your choices. (laughs) Number one, Donnie Brasco. Okay. B, Toy Story 3. Next, (laughs) E.T. Four, Galactic Guardians. (laughs) Lastly, Air. Next, lastly, the new avatar to catch an alien. You see that coming, did you? Motherfucker, you're talking about me stacking the deck. Now we got six different options. Yep. Who's cheating now, Potato? (laughs) Unreal. All right. I go first. Of course, obviously, I want it to be E.T., but that's the obvious joke, so I'm not going with that. I love Galactic Guardians. Mm, I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm giving you my <laughs> rationale. Everyone can pick what they want to pick. I'm just telling you what I think. Uh, I love Galactic Guardians. That would be a very funny one. I don't know. I'm going to say 
Toy Story 3, I know he has young kids. I'm going with Toy Story 3 because it just seems like the least... Uh, I don't know. I'm an idiot. Uh, Andy, what do you think? Uh, I want it to be Galactic Guardians. Yeah, so I like guess that one that. too. Okay. Um, let's go over to Brian. Uh, I thought it was going to be Galactic Guardians, but uh, in an effort, team effort to knock Cardiff out of the... Yeah, appreciate it. The winner's circle. Uh, I'll go with Donnie Brasco. <laughs> okay. And Annie, what do you think? I'm going to go with just regular, lastly, air. All right. Yeah, that that's an odd one, isn't it? Yeah, I'm very curious to see if that's what he says. Yeah, it's like three old ones and three new ones. Yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is one of those ones where Cardiff really set himself up for success here, because this could be anything. <laughs> well, you got to think Look, about I did this it. this morning. Like, <laughs> you look at that backdrop, though. Is that an old backdrop, or is that his current set? Because probably like oh, Air new. and it's Avatar. New. No, it's that's a new, new? episode. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's only had that neon sign for the last month or two. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, it's unreadable. Maybe that's why he said MSGS. Yeah. He's reading his neon sign. <laughs> and then having time to do anything else. Like, I can't tell you the last the last movie I watched was Air. I was curious about that oh, movie. Air with ben Affleck. Yeah. I finally you, got one. You got one. Congratulations. That was not an easy one. Holy shit. How did you figure that one out, Annie? I think it's the one that made the least sense. Uh-huh. It had almost nothing to do with what he was talking I initially thought it was Donnie Brasco yeah. because I figured and it had something to do with him feeling like a big shot and feeling like he was important right. because he's bringing up his engineering firm and his friends. And then out of nowhere, lastly comes up and it's air. And I'm like, all right, that's well, kind of out of left field, which is very Tommy. It makes even less sense, though, because he's just like, I, I never, I can't tell you the last movie I watched. Oh, it was Air, the brand new movie that just came out. Yeah. That's <laughs> On not, Amazon Prime yeah. today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it makes zero sense at all. And uh, Brown's Hat also got it. Congratulations to Brown's Hat in our Discord. Okay. Now, the best part about this game is not the game itself, but it's what Tommy says after. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I haven't sat down and just watched a movie in probably three or four years. So I'm one of those extremists where I'm resilient, but too resilient where I do nothing but work from day to night. So when someone's but- in that, and I, and I, I'm sorry, and I agree with you, if you're, it's tough to be happy even if you get a gazillion dollars. How do you break that? What? That's all for this time. <laughs> Come back next time to find out if you have the promo code MSCS Media to catch an alien. Brought to you by You'll Remember the 90s. Subscribe to the new YouTube channel today. <laughs> I kind of missed the all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't win. No, oh, you're you're doing just no matter fine. What I do, you're doing just fine, Cardiff. We love the game. Very well done. Thank you for doing that for us. All right, guys, what have we done today? I'll tell you what we've done. We've done it all. Stuttering John is back on the internet, and you're getting the coverage you deserve right here on Who Are These Podcasts because we're following everything this guy is doing. And as we've said, I don't want to beat it over everyone's head. Not only is John back, he's back and better than ever. Yeah. This is what this is what's so exciting about mm-hmm. this is that we could all sit here and be like, oh, these idiots are fucking talking about John again just because he's doing some podcasts. Like, no. This is the most incredible John podcasting I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It's the best. <laughs> it, it's hard 
I mean, obviously we had a lot of clips today and there was a lot to talk about. And there's still a lot more to talk about, but we haven't even talked about yet, but it's hard to even decide what to air. Right. Cause there's so much. Yeah. <laughs> and this is, this is the best because it's like within the orbit of the show. Yeah. It, Cause like before he's just freaking out about Trump and it's right. just like, who really cares? He's just like a, an old man screaming at clouds. But now it's like right in your face, and so it's well. And better. also, for some reason, he like got his sights on me, and then went, "Yeah, but fuck that guy. Look at Julie." <laughs> I was like, "All right, all right. yeah." <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's make fun of Julie. All right, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, when he was using you to beat Julie <laughs> over the head with I that know. was that was interesting. Cardiff, think about this. I had an hour and 45 minute long conversation with stuttering john and i've used almost none of those clips because there's been so <laughs> much that has happened since then i'm like oh, who cares that's old news right. yeah. <laughs> so fucking crazy so anyway uh we had uh, mr magenta with a new parody song obviously such joe's fair use baloney factory had the new parody song i have a lot more to talk about for my friend uh daniel filato who has got a lot of information a lot of great stories and don't even get me started. The guy was Mark Grace's roommate for 10 years. Mark Grace, first baseman of the Chicago Cubs, gold glove winner. One of my favorite players. Well, my favorite player in the 90s. So we have a lot to talk about with that, but I won't bore you guys with those details. I'll just tell you about the stuff favorite he knows about. cereal? About stuttering John and, uh, and Artie Lang and all that kind of stuff. So you know what that means? It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The teaser. The teaser. Next week. The teaser. The teaser. Oh, I'm a dick. We also talked to Dylan from somewhere. Check out Dylan from somewhere's channel because he's also doing a show that I think that he picked the exact wrong time to do it because Sean is totally stealing his thunder. But yeah, this is the part of the show. We play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on the next episode of Who Are These Podcasts to get people excited about it. And as I mentioned, programming note, we won't be doing Saturday at 2 Eastern like we normally do. It'll be Sunday at 1 Eastern because I do have a conflict. But we have to continue to podcast in these important times. I can't take the weekend off. And I'm also not sure what podcast we're reviewing. So instead of teasing the podcast we're reviewing, I'm going to tease the guest that we're going to have making his debut on Who Are These Podcasts. This is very exciting shit. You're going to want to tune in live for this one. Who knows what could happen? Whoa! Hello, everybody! <laughs> Welcome to Tukey! What's up, bitches? It's the Z-Man, a.k.a. the Mud Shark. Loving misery. Man, I want to have fun. I'm having fun. Don't it look like I'm having fun? I'm having a blast. Okay. Loves Mud Sharks. Loving misery. Haka haka. Haka haka. Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? Hello, boys and girls. Who's hitting drops over there? (laughs) Me. (laughs) (laughs) You're not excited that Tukey's going to make his WATP debut on this weekend show? No. It's a hack. Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> I've obviously uh, been in conversations with uh, El Harible, and um, my thought was, I'll have on El Harible, Tukey, I love these guys. Whoever. Together at the same time? Well, not at the same time, else. but it could be uh, one segment then the other segment. Yeah. But then he suggested, like, everyone loves Tukey. I'm like, yeah, it's hard to beat Tukey right now. So, uh, I think that's what we got to do. I think we got to go tukey with this one so yeah that should be a lot of fun i am definitely looking forward to it i don't know why Cardiff's getting all jealous over there we'll we'll promote you do a show with them that you're promoting right now as we talk (laughs) (laughs) i just don't want 
some of these people leapfrogging over me. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm jealous. That's not the that's not the way to be in this business, Cardiff. I got to tell you, pickle potato. Yeah, you didn't see me get all butthurt when you were on with Opie, did you? Yes, <laughs> I, have, I have the receipts. I wasn't, I'll show everybody the messages jealous. you sent me. I wasn't even I wasn't even close to jealous. Like all of you, buddy, you can talk to Opie. I don't want to do that. All right. Well, we have some uh, some reviews and some voicemails. This is normally where I would end the show. But first, I just want to give Brian a chance. You've been on a very long time, buddy. If you need to uh, to bounce, I want to yeah, give you an opportunity. Yeah, I need to jump off. Yeah. So, so tell them Steve Dave is where you can find mm-hmm. Brian and his podcast. People should check that out. What's going on and tell them Steve Dave right now? Uh, we're doing a lot of Patreon stuff. You know, same shit. Same stuff. Talking about being old and power washing my sidewalk and yeah. all that kind of interesting shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Brian, just out of nowhere, Brian sent me a picture of his... He was power washing, like, every other tile. Uh-huh. Like, it was, like, light and dark and light and dark. He's like, what do you it's think impressive, about... impressive, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think about this? I was like, yeah. It's, a, it's great, Brian. Yeah, well, I was listening to uh, All Apologies. I was listening to Andy's new podcast. Oh, nice. Thank you, yeah. Doing some power washing. Power, power washing is fun. It really is. It's addictive. Yeah, yeah, it really can be. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing I would want to say before I leave is uh, Steel Toe. Make it easy on yourself and send April out here to me. You don't want me coming to Minnesota to collect her. All right? <laughs> All right. He's putting it so, out there for you. Brian, yeah. thanks dude, for having th- me on. Thank you so much. You did our bonus show on the Creep Off with us this morning. That'll be out tomorrow. And that was us watching Thunder in Paradise, which was Hulk Hogan's TV show that's a cross <laughs> between Baywatch and Magnum P.I. and Miami Vice and, and a suplex. And a suplex. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of weird shit going on, so that was fun to watch. That was a good watch-along, but, dude, thank you so yeah. much for your time today. It's been a blast. No worries. Thanks for having me, Cardiff, Andy, Annie. See you guys later. Good luck. Bye. All right, hopefully Mary Beth's around on Sunday. Yeah. So, uh, since we have a special time that we're doing. Um, now, time. Annie, I don't want to steal your thunder, but I feel like we need to do our new virtual review girl because I'm very excited about this. Oh, yeah. Hey, she's pretty cool. Bring her on. Yeah, I think you're going to enjoy. So Japanese fart enthusiast sent this in. And uh, it's going to be tough to beat, but you never know. You never know. Let's see. Let's see what she looks like here. Hello, Carl. I'm here to put that flat chested dork you call an AI review girl to shame. Not sure what my name should be. Maybe better Vic or Wadi Double D. (laughs) Anyway, here's your review. If you enjoy pooping at work and reasonable political views, this is not the show for you. This podcast is about handsome, (laughs) normal-footed alpha bros telling it like it should be and the girls who want to be with them. Three, two, one. That is a five-star review from Randy Williams, 78JC on Podchaser. That's all I've got, but hopefully even a childless, effeminate beer sipper like yourself could appreciate these computer-generated bazongas. (laughs) I'm a fan. When does she start talking? (laughs) What's that? When does she start talking? Uh, did you miss it? I, yeah, I was distracted. Oh. <laughs> I, nah, I see what you did. I've had too many technical problems today to, to not take that seriously. Like, oh, shit. Is it not Sorry. working? No worries. All right. So uh, I don't know. What's a good name for her? You like Wadi Double D? <laughs> I don't like that at all. Uh, no. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Annie, do you have some reviews for us that you want to read? Yep. I got three. All right. I got one from I Love DJ. Congrats on your new bestie, Stut Joe. 
However, I feel like he may just be befriending you to eventually steal your liver. Skull! <laughs> Can't got- wait for the marriage between you two. Just think, Carl Melendez. Cue Carl gaze- <laughs> gazing lovingly off screen. If he's looking for a liver, he's coming to the wrong guy. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we, he did ask me what my blood type was, which I thought was a weird question for oh, the first date. Oh, weird. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, is that a five-star review, I would imagine? Yes, it is. All right. Very good. Thank you very much for that. Kind person. I got another one from Bog GK Bro. The title is Kill Me. I got AIDS because of you. <laughs> that sounds like a five-star. I don't. It's not, it's not real, right? <laughs> we didn't really get someone AIDS, did we? Because that would suck. It's a one-star review. What? <laughs> I think they misunderstood the format. I think so, too, because that sounded too funny to be a one-star review. Mm-hmm. All right. That sucks. Right. And then I got the last one from That Rockwall. The title is Roy Boy. I'm a Roy Boy. And why does Stuttering John look like the ghost of Canoga Park? <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> we should get him one of those phantom masks. Oh, the yeah. Of the opera. No, that's, that'll be his boxing name when he's, he's coming down <laughs> and the ring announcer is bringing him out. The Ghost of Canoga Park. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a five-star, I would imagine. The Roy Boys out there. Yes, it is. All yep. right. Props to the Roy Boys. Um, Annie, you know, you're, you're working pretty closely with uh, Patty Broken Skull these days. Do you have any, any news on that front? Um, well, recently I... Uh... I commissioned him to do a song because I started a podcast with my friend Peter where him and I just talk about video games. So I've wanted Patrick Michael to make a song because he really likes making music. And on his live streams, all he does is, well, not all he does. He tries to play a loop of his own music to prevent himself from being copyrighted. So I know he has the talent to do it. And I uh, I reached out to him. I said, hey, can you make me like a one minute track so I can cut it in half and have an intro and an outro? And uh, it took about three weeks, uh, but he finally uh, gave it to me right in time for me to put it for episode two. It sounds a little something like this. He does have a signature sound, this guy. Yeah. Software is he using for this? He should oh, return it. Yeah, and I like how Pac-Man is like layered over that completely offbeat. Anyway, oh, yeah, it's great. It's, it's great. really good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to I that. I was enjoying right. it. That's awesome. Good job, Annie. All right, what's uh what's the name of your show? It's what is this game? Gotcha. See? Sometimes having a question for a podcast title is good. Yeah. Who's apologizing? And what, what did you cover on episodes one and two? Uh, the first episode was the new Legend of Zelda. And then the second episode was Modern Warfare. Um, I had the uh, YouTuber I mentioned on my debut appearance. I had him on as my guest. So we just kind of talked back and forth about Call of Duty and the progression from whenever it got popular to kind of where, where it is right now. It's boring oh, as shit. Definitely. <laughs> Very mean of me right now. Boring. That sounds... <laughs> Who Jesus. fucking cares? She's just trying to do a plug. Jesus Christ! And what's uh, you'll remember the '90s about? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you. <laughs> to remember Andy. the '90s. 
It's about remembering the 90s. Happy Meals, I think I heard. Pretty much. For The pilot episode was a lot of McDonald's check. Yeah. yeah. You know, McDonald's has been around in a lot of decades. <laughs> but they, but their, their golden years were in the 90s. If you with say pizza. So. Yeah, oh, right. I yeah, remember yeah. that. My uh, my yeah. siblings worked at a McDonald's that had pizza, the one in uh, our hometown. Mm-hmm. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, I used to you get were, the pizza from there. from there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I actually yeah. didn't hate it, but I got, then again, I was a kid, so what do I know? <laughs> pizza Food for children. Yeah. <laughs> it's desirable to children. Probably had a lot of sugar. Listen right? to the pilot episode to find out how McDonald's pizza made me miss out on three innings of a Minnesota Twins baseball game. <laughs> not buying that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Not buying that for a second. True story. True story. Hey, Kyle. Dave from Buffalo. Hey, man. Just want to real quick want to say congratulations uh, on getting to fucking speak to Sutter and yep. John one on one. You killed it. You did an awesome job. Uh, yeah, man. I was just I was happy for you seeing it. I knew that. Uh, I mean, what a, what a what a fucking cool situation. That's Sutter and fuck. Oh, and if anyone doubted that he was an absolute fucking dirtbag piece of shit. He put he put any of that to rest. What a fucking scumbag! What an absolute oh, he's just unfucking believable. Anyway, yeah, congratulations, man. Keep it up, you guys. You kick ass, uh, producer Chris. You handsome son of a gun. I think oh. about you. When I uh, whatever. All right, later, guys. Love you. Vinny's fat. Bye. Uh, Dave from Buffalo, not that far. Down the road from us. Yeah. Maybe we can make something happen Love here. Love connection. That's exciting. All right. More about Suttering John here. I was excited about John's return. Hey, Carl. Something I thought about when you guys were talking about how bad John's complexion is on the show was he's the only one on there who is Hispanic. The rest of you are should be yeah. whiter than him. <laughs> uh, Kevin's Irish. Obviously, you're German. And I think Levy's Jewish. Uh, he doesn't uh, seem to have belong for this world. Yeah. Starting to look like a bloated corpse there. All right, don't it's call not me the back. picture of health. That is for sure. But we're pulling for him. I hope that uh, I hope he's okay. Because that some is a... warm light would definitely do John some good. <laughs> <laughs> it couldn't hurt, right? Yeah. The real answer he is he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing over there. Too when he said he doesn't wear makeup, as if any I don't know anyone on a podcast wearing makeup. He's oh, he was on the Tonight Show. I don't know if you know about this, but they probably yeah, put television makeup. makeup on him. And a couple Andy, of I apologize. You're on a podcast. I, I know some people who wear makeup, but not a <laughs> lot. It's few and far between. That was so weird. He's like, well, my lighting's not good. And my makeup, makeup artist on. called in sick. <laughs> my hair and makeup guy. Have you heard the rumor I started that he is living in Tampa, which is why he was so interested in your Tampa home? Did you hear the Florida rumor home, I started? <laughs> Way to ruin it. Did you guys hear about the thing I made up? <laughs> no, yes. I had documentation. No, I did hear that because John can't get out of his own way. And I, I'm not trying to, to dox the guy or anything, but he's trying to be all secretive about where this new house is. He won't say where it is. But then he's tweeting out uh, these pissed at JetBlue for charging extra money to go back home to New York. And there's only so many places that JetBlue flies mm-hmm. to. You know, it's definitely mm-hmm. not L.A., obviously. I don't know. It's just like there's ways to like piece these things together. I guess there are pictures from airports. But did you, but did you see the tweet he put out after he got kind of found out? No, what did he do? Where he corrected that he was upset that they were charging him for his second destination. So he was on a 
Connecting flight. Now he changed the tweet to be a connecting flight. Brilliant. So it's called brilliant. <laughs> was he connecting through Tampa? Is that what the? Is that what it is? Because no one connects Possibly. through Tampa. That's that's not a place you connect through. <laughs> but again, it's New York. It's not like there's a lot of direct flights to New York. <laughs> yeah, right. How from around the country, to, directly yeah. to New York. I gotta go through Tampa to get to New York. What? It's not a hub. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's pretty funny. Someone is catching up, and they just heard episode 420, one that everyone loves. So I'm sure they'll be excited about it as well. All right, Carl. I'm a few episodes behind. I just listened to episode 420. Uh, so here's my dramatic reenactment of me listening to episode 420. Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! Yep. Thank you, fucking <laughs> right, well, Not everyone's favorite episode, I'll give you that. Gary in San Diego is calling in, and Gary, Gary's got some interesting takes here. Hey, Carl. Gary in San Diego. <clears throat> well, my neighbor Sandy was here for lunch, and... She had a question mm-hmm. on a concern. I said, okay, Sandy, what's your question? She says, well, you know, John, he had to have his mom co-sign for right. that brand-new house of his because his credit is terrible. I said, yeah, I know about that. She says, well, my concern is when John defaults on that loan come maybe December, January, or February this year when the payments start choking him, is he going to go to his mom and force her to make the payments on a home that he's living in? And I said, God, I hadn't thought of that. His 85-year-old mom, she can barely survive with what she has, and now he's going to go after her to make payments on the loan that he's defaulted mm-hmm. on? I said, I don't know. That's a real conundrum. I said, let me ask a real estate expert on what he thinks is going to happen. And the real estate <laughs> expert I'm asking is Carl <laughs> Hamburger. Carl, what do you think? Is John going to go after his mom? Or is the mortgage company go after his mom when he defaults on that uh, brand-new home loan that he has at 6.75% uh, interest rates alone is 30000 a year, and the taxes are probably ten or 11000 a year. So those payments are horrendous. They're going to choke John completely. Uh, I hope his mom doesn't have to come up with the cash, but I don't know. What do you think, Carl? Let me know your answer. Sandy and I are waiting with bated breath. <laughs> okay, well, uh, give uh, Sandy my regard first off. And here's my thought on this. And I don't want to get too real, obviously, where we do a fun show here. But John had a big sale of his apartment. We know that he said he, he said he, he told me he sold it for four hundred thousand. I, I believe it was around three fifty, but who knows? So let's say he got four hundred thousand dollars. So he had, he had en- enough money to put a good size down payment down on a new house to keep his mortgage payments light. Mm-hmm. So let's assume that's the case. I would assume that that's what he did. Now, his teaching gig was paying him between sixty five hundred and seven thousand a month, as he claims. Which, if that's the case, and he's got this pension from the Writers Guild, he should be able to easily afford whatever this mortgage is. The question now becomes: Does he keep his teaching gig? This is the thing that I think all of us are very interested in because now we're starting up a show again. He's seeing the super chat money. He's getting paid by people to be on the, their shows. He lives in Florida. He lives in Tampa, Florida, <laughs> as, as Cardiff has started the rumor. So mm-hmm. the question then becomes, is he done with teaching? Does he still mm-hmm. want to be a full-time science teacher like he was talking about? He's trying to get credentials mm-hmm. for that. And 
will this just be a quick like, hey, this is my summer thing I'm doing. I'm doing podcasts and then he's back to teaching and he'll be fine. He'll be able to afford his place. I don't know. That's the question. Cardiff, what do you think? Also, will they allow him to continue teaching? I hope so. No, he's in Florida. That would suck if uh, (laughs) that would suck. If he wasn't able to, but well, if he did it to himself, if he's not, you know. But Kurt, if you assume that just because he bought a house somewhere that's not in uh, in LA, supposedly, that he wouldn't be able to still teach in LA, I don't know. There's a lot of successful people in show business that have more than one house. You know Name that, right? Four. <laughs> All right, Opie. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, let's uh... now. Let's let's based on how John looks now. Do you think any? Uh, self-respecting bank gave him a 30-year mortgage no because he explained to me his his credit's terrible yeah. so i imagine his mom helped him out with that that part i'm sure is true sure she'll but be Shuli, uh, <laughs> yeah. borrowed money from... isn't it funny that he, he claims that Shuli had to get money from his parents or his in-laws yeah in order to buy yeah. the house it's like well, well that's what you did yeah. the house he, might he be in your name truly but <laughs> it's funny hey carl gary in san diego <laughs> well this morning john posted uh, July 3rd, that he was flying back to New York today for who knows how long. The rumor mill is that John has flown back to New York so he could strong arm his mother into co signing for a new car that he wants to buy. He can't buy it on his own because his credit, as we know, is really bad. His FICO score is embarrassingly low. But with his mother's good credit, he might be able to get away with buying a new car. Anyway, that's the the rumor mill here in uh, San Diego. Talk to you later. I feel like Talk you to and, the town. You and Gary are both starting rumors, it seems like. <laughs> Which is making me think the rumor that I started, that you and Gary are the same guy. <clears throat> no, no. No? Okay. Get him on the show. Gary got his start on... Uh, on the Cardiff Electric podcast. That's why, he did. He did. That's why I think that. But Some people would say that uh, Gary started the Cardiff Electric podcast. Because it was him that made me so successful. I knew it. You are Gary. I fucking knew it. I do like this new whoever Gary is. I do like this new angle where he's trying to figure out interest rates and <laughs> who's paying what and co-signers. Fucking hilarious. It's the weirdest Getting speculation. Real estate license. <laughs> it's the weirdest speculation. Oh yeah, that was another thing, Cardiff. When we talked about this, when John told me he was a realtor, and I go, "Well, you're not anymore." When I was on MLC, and he goes, "No, I still am." I'm like, "Oh, you're keeping up with that?" He's like, "Oh yeah." Haven't I seen documentation that he let his real yes. estate license? It's lapsed, yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's he right. just doesn't know it. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't know yeah. that. Yeah, well, I moved, point. and they, they mailed it to my <laughs> old address. Yeah, right. All right, a few more here. He can't even keep his driver's license valid. Do you remember this? <laughs> no, I don't remember this. <laughs> no, it was car insurance. It was car insurance he couldn't keep valid, remember? Oh, no. <laughs> killing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're killing it. We're having fun. Dude, stuttering John looks fucking horrible. He's got gray skin. Yeah. He's got quick roats man hair. Yep. It looks like he's about to judge a case. <laughs> I just, of course. I, dude, he looks horrible. Holy crap, dude. Guilty. It's the alcoholism setting in, finally. It's withering down his skin, breaking down the cells, showing him uh, to be the gray monster that he truly is. And I bet his breath fucking stinks, too. <laughs> and his ass. Holy shit, you gotta bring back SJ Puppet. He actually looks more like SJ Puppet now than he did when you first started using that thing. I know, I'm gonna have to convert 
convert away from Chad Zuppet back to SG. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oh man, we should get Doctor Steve back on here. I want to get his take on John's appearance. The progression of yeah, the, because uh, like I said, I, I I use organ failure kind of generally, but I think he might know more than I do <laughs> about such things. Um, mm-hmm. Annie, if you are easily offended, don't listen to this one because uh, this is a doozy right here. Hey, Carl, this is Annie's penis. I'm currently stuck in a pair of Target tuck-friendly underwear, 5XL. Let me tell you, it is hot and sweaty in here. For the love of God, please get me out. Stop having her on the show. Every time you do, it gets so sweaty and disgusting. You don't know the smell of mushrooms growing. Jesus Christ, please help me, Carl. Was that actually your penis, Annie? I'm going to say probably not. Probably not. Uh, Hey, it could be, though. You know, sometimes it gets up to wild things. (laughs) <laughs> could be there you go probably that's yeah, true there's yeah. a chance there's definitely a chance mm-hmm. now this next call i pulled because are you familiar with the youtube channel too lazy to try cardiff no all right should i be this is the one yeah this is the one where the guy has the george costanza thing where he's just got the pit chips laying on his he's like laying down with the potato chips on okay. him okay and he comments on all sorts of things that are kind of in our world quite a bit. So I always stumble on his shows. I find them interesting. Patty Seacombs mm-hmm. has actually talked about him before. And uh, this sounds like it's him. I think he's calling into the show because this is an exact delivery. Hey, so like about that stupid who would win show. Um, it's not even an original idea. Big surprise. Everyone knows that. But there's this kind of shitty YouTube show called Death Battle. It's been around for like seven, eight years. And it's kind of it's pretty shitty too in my opinion but at least it's more focused it's not random they don't they, they actually have planned things that things planned out and they actually animate the fight in the end so you can skip the first fucking half of it if you just want to watch you know kind of bad animation so like the moment you, it's also like a million times bigger so this show is completely pointless there it's not even it does, it does everything worse in every single capacity it's, it's impressive actually all right, fuck you. Call me back. Bye. <laughs> anyway, I mean, good points, but it just sounded exactly like how this guy um, presents his arguments on his show. So I wasn't sure if maybe that was him or not. But if it is, thanks for the call. Hello. Thank you for your call, sir. Oh, hello. Oh, yeah. And this is another critique of um, the who would win. We were talking about how the guy starts off with, oh, I'm representing Darkwing Duck. And <laughs> yeah, he was created in 91 by Joseph. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Shit. Why? Why are you telling me this? Hey, Carl, this is Keith in Montana. I think you underestimate the nerds. You're asking if, if you're a big Darkwing Duck fan, you know, like the biggest one in the world, would you want to listen to this guy write all the facts? It's not a matter of what. That super nerd is making sure he lists every single fact about his suit. Because if he's not, he becomes the biggest fucking keyboard warrior in the world. So actually, that's what you have to understand, Carl. He's preventing the blowback. Anyway, stop calling me back. I'm tired of hearing from you, asshole. All right, fair enough. That's a good point. I forget that that they have to cover their bases in case there's another nerdier person who wants to call them out for not being nerdy enough. Oh my God, what a culture that is! What a fun culture. Mm-hmm. It's like I finally got done doing book reports, and it's like, nope, you're not <laughs> even close to done. Fuck everything I do. All right, this is the last one I have. This is actually. Um, a little bit scary. I don't know what to make of this. Yes, hello, Mr. Hamburger. This is the Deuce Collector. I'm calling you to try reach Mr. Shuli Egar in regards to a payment. If you could have him give me a call back at this number, it would be greatly appreciated. 
Thank you, fuck you, bye. The dues collector, that's like a super villain Ooh. in Chili's world. Hello, dues payer, it's me, the dues collector. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. It's not like Brandon, I think you're right. Yes. <laughs> I think you might be onto something there. All right. We've gone way too long, but this has been a lot of fun today. Thank you, Annie. Thank you. Thank you, Annie's Penis, for calling in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Thank you, Cardiff. A.K.A. Annie's Penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's some shape. <laughs> Trucker Andy, All Apologies Podcast. Hey, All Apologies. Tiger Woods came out today. Check it out. Awesome. Sorry, I didn't get to that. No, sure. no worry about it. My fault. Thank you, Cardiff. Cardiff likes it. Everyone likes it. Everyone likes the All Apologies Podcast. Wherever you get podcasts from, subscribe to Andy and Joey Sixpack Show, the All Apologies Podcast. And with that, I will just say... Guess what? This the episode's it. over! That was a great episode! That was really great! What's with the dancing around the shit? I stink, you hate me, great. Goodbye! Go fuck yourselves, have a good week. <sighs> are we done here? I think we are. I didn't hear your new whistle once today, Cardiff. I can't turn it off. I know you can't. That that shows that's only on good shows I do the whistle. Motherfucker.